The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. That's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, so sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! This is Homeboy88 for the Video Game Connection. Join us weekly for the most entertaining video game podcast you'll ever hear. Join Ivan, Big Tom, and myself as we review the latest games, up-to-date gaming news, and game previews all in comedic form. It's a jam-packed hour of ear fun with our own video game rap songs. Listen to the Video Game Connection wherever you listen to podcasts, except Walmart. Never Walmart. Keep gaming and keep listening to the Video Game Connection. is a job for the into the ring post. McIntyre's down in a bad way. The smart decision by Owens, trying to take a count out victory. Nope. Oh, it's more damage. Oh! Exclamation point from Kevin Owens, flattening Drew McIntyre. Beer will eat you alive no matter where you find yourself. Feast has begun. There's a speed and athleticism of Veer Mahan. 6'4, 275 pounds, and Veer Mahan moves like that. It's like a lightning bolt explosion. Boom! Oh, Billion dollar arm right across the 
to the cover, and that's it. Here's your winner, Dakota Kai. Oh, chair right to the face of Balor, trying to take advantage of the distraction. Mysterio softball, Hubbard, oh. uh, giving him a taste of his own medicine. And some more for Damian Priest. Mysterio putting the equalizer to good use. Mysterio is out for revenge and striking up. And again. Mysterio with the chair. Oh. Massive boot from Priest right to the heart of Mysterio. Talking about the equalizer. Looks like the equalizer right now is Rhea Ripley. Another game too much for Rey Mysterio, who fought valiantly on behalf of his son Dominic. Mysterio came out here purely driven by emotion, driven by the memories of last week. But oh, no. oh! EDT onto the steel chair by Rhea Ripley. Judgment Day's not done yet. Priest is just mauling Rey Mysterio. It's defenseless. You know the judgment day's not gonna stop. Finn Balor perched on the top rope. A helpless Rey Mysterio. Oh no. Tag is made. Champa is legal. I don't know if Ali's aware. He, Miz, thinks, he thinks he has Miz laid out. Miz is down. Now, Ali's going up top, targeting the Miz. Perhaps thinking about that 450. Oh! oh good man. Well, that wasn't enough. Champa with the exclamation point. Fairy tale ending. Face down goes Mustafa Ali. Nasty landing! Nasty collision! 
Jay Uso went right up and left KO Crusher so hard on the leg. AJ. Bobby Lashley's limping. AJ just rocked the champion. Styles lining it up. Phenomenal forearm incoming. Oh, Lashley out of the way. Spear! To the cover. One, two, three. Still champion. Here is your winner. And still, the United States champion. Alexa Bliss, who's now legal, a beautiful DDT. Big tag made again. Now Oscar, the legal competitor, trying to make this two on one against Dewdrop. Quick tags to the cover. Oh no! Oh my God, the pressure on the right arm of Dewdrop. And now Bliss taking Nikki A.S.H. a little receipt. Dewdrop, really nowhere to go. There's a tap. Alexa Bliss and Oscar. I wish you were here right now. I wish you were here in this ring with me because I would love nothing more than to stomp those last few brain cells out of your stupid, stompable head. Well said. I'm glad you feel that way because honestly, I'm not in my mom's basement. I'm actually here in DC, and I'm about to go down that ring and kick your ass, bro! What? Rollins oh. here? Rollins is gonna get his wish granted. Here comes Riddle! The visionary couldn't see this future. Looking for the stop! Not this time. Riddle announcing that he's medically cleared, and now he is taking it to Seth freaking Rollins. All the frustration building up with a time off. This is all Riddle has been thinking about. Riddle getting his revenge all over Rollins. Tired of listening to Seth Rollins run his mouth week after week. Oh! But maybe the return of the original blow was a bit premature. One thing to be medically cleared, it's another to be oh, no, no, no. Oh, oh. ready to handle Seth freaking Rollins. And Rollins now just unleashing on Riddle now. Right here at our announce desk. Oh no. What does Riddle ask for it? How stupid are you? How stupid are you? Oh no, Rollins is gonna end Riddle once and for all. I don't wanna know what Rollins is thinking. You know exactly what Rollins oh, is no. thinking. Seth, no. Not again. Don't do this, Seth. Don't do it. Oh! 
Hello everyone and welcome to the PwC Monday Night Machismo. I'm your host Jimmy T and my co-host is back once again. We're even thinking about calling ourselves the JJPA as in the Double J Protection Agency or the Jimmy and Jeff Protection Agency for that matter. It's the two original J's of the PwC. Welcome to back to the show, The Mysterious Glove. Is it Gary Payton or is it Jeff Littman? I guess it's you, Jeff. Why the mysterious glove? We great. We are great. The glove is the glove from Raw that was back there in the doorway. Oh no! I was saying that as a joke, and obviously that could be apparently Dexter Loomis. Others think it's Bray Wyatt, Jeff. I didn't see any gloves on Dexter Loomis when he got arrested. Oh, interesting. So, are you suggesting what I think you're suggesting? I am indeed. Uh, Dexter had plenty of time to attack AJ when he when AJ was cutting a promo, and there he was loitering in the background. I think Dexter's there to protect him, not to hurt him. Plus, he sent a love letter really? to Indy. Index is <laughs> you don't send a love letter if you're a heel, unless you're stalking, and and not and you're not stalking if it's your wife. Who's happy to get the letter? But this is stuff up his whole aura when it comes to. Dexter Loomis. I know now it's a reset, basically, but still, you can't forget that indie thing at all. Let's be honest. I mean, I don't. They're bringing her up to the main roster. Oh, they are. Yeah, she's going to lose her match next week to uh, to Blair Davenport, who apparently is is the Priestley, who changed her entire body and entire really? look. No. Um, yeah, and she'll come up. I like your look. And the, well, I liked her look on NXT, but I've seen the Priestley before, and I've never been impressed. But this time, I was looking. Yeah, she, she got herself in great shape. She changed her hair, everything. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have known who she was if, if somebody didn't tell me. Um, Is she still with Osprey? Do you know? Uh, I think so. Uh, right. I, but I don't know. I mean, didn't he almost die from a kidney infection? Hey, he almost died from even doing freaking flips. But, you know, that's Will Osprey. <laughs> so, uh, I, uh, given all those things, yeah, I think that we would have heard of his girlfriend dumped him. Um, or if he dumped her. But... Uh, anyway, yeah, there was that, but yeah, it's index and she looked happy, so Nick will be back together. That's a that's a face thing, at least for now. So, no, I think he's protecting his, his uh, former TNA impact friend, AJ. Hmm. I, I but you really think that? So, if that's the case, but why is he doing that then? Like, why would he want to be protecting AJ when really there's nothing to them to? Why AJ in particular? Well, you did the, you know, maybe AJ was the one who saw something in him and got him in the door at TNA, and he never forgot it. Gave him a first break, put a good word for him to, to Hunter and Sean with NXT, and he never forgot that. And the good thing about about uh, Dexter is that he doesn't have to speak, so it doesn't matter. But it, it, you know, if you're going to fight a fiend, maybe you need a fiend. Maybe you need a monster to fight a monster. Hmm. Interesting. Once again. But you know what, Jeff? I know this has got something to do with WWE right now, what I'm about to show you. But is he as much of a monster as the champion from the other promotion? Well, just saying. Yeah, that was a deep, passionate, old Durham kiss. PK, I've given you this advice once before, but I'm going to give it to you once again. I know this is the machismo, but I have to say this. Please. For your own sake and for your own company, don't let your champions do any more shindy shit. Okay, because all they're doing, 
What's the context of that? Is that like a Bugs Bunny kiss, like before he like oh, dropped no. the handle on his head, or is that like? Uh... No, no, no. All right, let oh. me tell you. Do, do do you know do you know the story behind this match, or who did you I, see I, that I, picture? I know he's. I didn't see the match. I know it's with Effie. I know who right. and what Effie is. I That's enough. You need to know. Much. That's all you need to know. It's Effie. I know that people go on crazy that apparently there was a masturbation simulation during the during what? the match. I didn't know that, but yeah, well, maybe maybe it's yeah. just people saying that. I mean, I, I you know I only follow who I follow, so I only do certain things. But no, I, I don't want to think about the match, and that, that's weird. If it was done like a Bugs Bunny win, that's fine, that's fine. But if it was well, done, you know, any other way, well, well, let me tell you this, Jeff. Obviously, you can see who the provoke. <laughs> The the provocative uh, provocator is over here. I can't even pronounce the word. Damn it. it! Basically, what I'm saying, you can see who initiated the damn kiss. The, the sad thing is between their hairlines and their <laughs> builds, I, it takes a while for me to figure out who's who. Wow, that's the shit I want to see on my TV screen. Like, wasn't there a time <laughs> where Moxley was in demonstrably better shape than Effie? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, that time was intense, apparently. And it doesn't look like he's in great shape. So. No, he's not. And I really, I, I, I get it. He's got all this hype with the, you know, the LJ, yeah, LGBTQ fucking community, right? But come on, man. To me, he sucks. All right. And it's not because he's gay. I'm honest, just I've saying. I've never seen the man wrestle. Well, look, he's pretty over amongst the Shindy fucking population. I know. But, but he's, uh, he's popular among the same people who like Marcos Stunt and think War Horse was a, a spike for, you know, for uh, Dynamite two years ago. So, uh, whatever. That, that's fine. Let them enjoy their thing. It's fine for the Shindies. But you're right. The AEW interim champions shouldn't be doing that. Um, it, just, it just diminishes the brand. I mean, it's, it's all indie wrestling is canon made. Man, it's making me sick. It really is. How can you have your champion perform on a fucking backyard dingy? I don't care how big GCW is. All right. It's probably the biggest indie promotion right now, right? To be fair, correct? Apparently. Apparently, right? I don't care. It's garbage. All right. I've watched a few of their events, right? It's, it is. If you want to see a parody of professional wrestling, it's that. Like, straight up. Like, it really is. It is that. A year but, ago, I think GCW was a lot hotter than it is now. Oh yeah, definitely, hundred percent. Oh, I agree with you. Oh great! Uh-oh. Someone has to call me again. This always happens, but it's all right. As long as you can hear me, you'll see me in a moment. Mm-hmm. But um, also, I wanted to not. also point. Yeah, I know. It always happens, man. It always happens these days. I'm, I should have just gone into airplane mode. True. Are we keeping? Are we there keeping I am. Leopard riff on the whole show. No, you're hearing a kiss riff in the background, as if you don't know what track that is, Jeff. You're creaming in your panties last week. When you heard it, I was the God of Thunder, bro. Oh, great! Um, <laughs> last week was a long time ago. <laughs> oh, I can't believe you don't recognize it. No, basically the music's still going. Just so you know, until we actually get into Raw. Can well, feel by it? all means, feel free at any time. <laughs> Man, we are going to get into Raw. I just wanted to point out about Mr. TK and his interim champions and whatnot. Stop letting him do shindies. That's it. That's all I'm saying. Because all it does is make your belt look like shit. Especially when Moxley is doing this shit. Just saying. And you know what? I want to say before we get into Raw right now, one you more thing. Don't torture me with this goddamn riff. 
Don't worry. It's going to end in a second. But I want to say, <laughs> see, it literally ended in a second. You like that? But anyway, I wanted to also say to you, um, I dare say Moxley, I am the, what is it, moderator. Yeah, I've got, I've got you? extra merch. Yeah, and, yeah, and man. My overstock. You didn't, Jeff. That's fucking you on you. Yeah, and me on me on me. It's, it's like a whole other me. When did you do that? When did you do that shirt? Uh, Lascari actually did it for me for my birthday. Really? Oh, that's cool. Wait, when was your birthday? Well, my birthday is the same time every year, but this was about two years ago, three years ago. Wait, wait when's exactly your birthday, though? I'm not telling the jabronis. Don't, don't tell me. You have to tell everyone your age. Just say, when's your birthday? I'm happy enough to tell my age. I'm just telling them, not telling them my birthday. Why? What's what? Uh, I thought you know it matters what age you are, not fucking when you're born. Well, am I a woman? No, I don't care. I'm. I'm. I'm <laughs> turned, I turned fifty-four this this year. See, look, In you say that like it's nothing. Before twenty twenty-two is over, I will. Oh, right. The reason why I'm asking is I'm because. That's that's as close. Oh, as right. I, I knew that. I knew it was in November, technically, right? That's why I was tripping out. I'm thinking, did I miss saying happy birthday to Mister Lippman? No, I, I mean everyone's seen the giant black scorpion tattoo on my shoulder. I mean, I know that's true. He's got more than just that, by the way, folks. Believe it or not, he's pretty tatted up. Actually, as a matter of fact, even if you wouldn't know it, you wouldn't guess it, but he is. He really is funny. Well, it's not for them. It's for me. Oh, well, of course it is, Jeff. No doubt about. It. That's why, because I've never seen you wear that shirt, dude. So for a minute, I'm thinking, did I miss saying happy birthday? I would have said it on the damn air for you, dude. Oh, well, it would have even been yeah, a happy I'm birthday song. I've been a moderator for, well, a year and a half, two years. True, so that's a good point. This shirt is, was, is at least a year older than that. I know, because I've never seen you wear that shirt. That's why. I'm not, I don't think you've ever worn that shirt on one of our shows anyway. I do it every now and then because I think it's funny. I have a shirt it is funny. Me. I like it. This is a wrestling I'm... shirt, and wrestlers wear shirts of themselves. You're such a fucking mark for yourself, Jeff. <laughs> it's, just, well, it's, it's not really for sale, uh, so it's not like it's really a mark. It doesn't man. matter. It's it's just for you. But you know what? I wouldn't mind wearing I'll wear that shirt. I really would, just for you. Uh -huh. So is there any chance you can send me one? Or is there only one in stock? <laughs> is there uh, more? Can you get another one made? I'll tell you what. When when the, when the herons migrate down to Australia, I will... <laughs> I'll send it to them. Uh, when the dodos go, go make their travel arrangements, I'll, I'll send them. Up. So the dodos. Funny, uh -huh. we got an internet provider called Dodo with the dodo bird. I kid you not. <laughs> you think I'm joking? I'm not joking. I'm not joking. dumb and go out of business? You know what, man? They're, they're pretty much on the low end of of internet providers, right? But they, they're like the TNA of fucking internet providers. They just don't die. Okay. All right. Well, thanks. For some fucking reason. But they are. They suck. You know what I mean? No, no one really goes with Dodo, but they're still in business. Money launder. Any Maybe. kind of business you don't understand, I, I, I just say money laundering. Well, you're right. It's probably, it's probably some sort of scheme going on. But you know what? Let's get into Raw. But what I wanted to touch on, though, quickly, was that Moxley, I dare say, was booked better in WWE. I just said it. Uh... You know why? They protected him from himself. That's no. why. I mean, that's not how they booked them. That's just how their contracts work. <laughs> right. But when you think about it, I feel like, AW, I feel like not just AEW, but Moxley himself has exposed himself. I mean, I understand what you're saying. He only wrestles one way. Face heel, he's the same way. He's sort of yeah. constantly a tweener. But 
they don't really want him to be a tweener. I understand what you're saying, but no, I can't. I can't agree with that. I, I think that Dean Ambrose was a bit player in WWE. He was, mm. you know, he, he was mid with a couple of upper guys in AW. He's if he's not the man, he's in the top five. Does he feel like it though, Jeff? Think yeah. about that for a minute. You do yeah. really. I, yeah, I mean, I went on a show with a network. It's you're not involved. It was called the Middies, and we did a our, that. A I wasn't involved. Yeah, definitely. You were not. You obviously weren't because you don't remember me saying this. And I, I said, this I do remember you chose Moxley, right? I do remember absolutely. Yeah. So what, what, am gonna, what? what am I going to do? Change my mind a month later? No, 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 no. But since we did that show, and now and then all the way till now, a lot. I feel like he's he's gotten worse from that point from that show till now. I feel like he's being more exposed as the weeks go by. I, I don't. I, I think he's. Mo- I mean, he does weird Moxley stuff. He does. He does that weird walk, like the stiff leg walk, like he's drunk and his knees don't work. And yeah, you know, like why though? I guess he thinks it makes him look like he's tough and ready to fight, and he doesn't care because his knees aren't bent. I don't understand it, but no, I don't. I, I mean, listen. I, I know you're hung up on that match, and I agree. I think that was a bad idea, and that's a that's a you know bad move, but. It's indie wrestling. It's sort of like whatever, you know. Yeah, whatever, but it still got to the masses. That's all I'm saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's my problem. But anyway, enough of that shindy crap. Let's get into actually the good shit. How I did say that the good shit in WWE Monday Night Raw, Jeff. Because Man, let's be real, your worm has turned. You're really. I know. You're, you're, I'm you're such a WWE now. <laughs> I'm a shield now. Don't you know? They pay me now, Jeff. So now I've got to praise. I'm going to praise WWE. Pretty no, soon you're going to get rid of me and bring Steve Pena on these shows. <laughs> Every time we try to do a show, I don't know, man. He just All, all one time? No, there was two times, actually, oh. we were meant to do a show, and the, it didn't happen, even though it was meant to happen. And then the second time, it went, yeah, it didn't happen. If it was meant to happen, <laughs> it would happen. Well, keep trying. Yeah. I, think, I think now that you're in a love affair with WWE, and he was in a love affair with WWE before – when you know when they were the the, the rich but really ugly girl, um, he yeah. was in love with them. So now right. the, the two of you. It was more look. like ugly face. WWE had an ugly face, but with a nice ass, if that makes sense. Maybe a nice ass, but the rest of it was terrible. So I don't know. How you That's focus. it. <laughs> you, <laughs> right. But, but you focused on the nice ass, but Steve loved the whole package. He's like, don't care. <laughs> all I see he was is in love, love, baby. He was in love. love. <laughs> Shout out to Stephen Pena. When are we going to do a show, bro? So we can both talk WWE together like they're the best thing since sliced bread. No, but look, in all honesty, man, I am loving WWE right now, but AEW just, you know, they asked for me to shit on them personally. That's just how I feel. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean I hate AEW. I hate the what, what the company stands for, but I don't hate actually AEW. If it's good, I'm going to say it's great, right? But I just feel WB shows have been fucking much better. It's just me. You're like, I don't know. Rampage stunk. I thought Dynamite right. was interesting. I haven't fully digested it all. I know you haven't seen it yet, but right. I'm looking w- forward w- to it though. WWE has a lot of momentum. There's a lot of positive energy. Absolutely. There's a lot of bigger changes and there's smaller changes. There's still work that needs to be done, but there's a lot of enthusiasm in the air. It's a better product. I have to be honest with you. I thought that the Raw last week was better than the one this week. I know you don't agree, yeah. but I, I mm. felt no qualms with fast-forwarding forwarding literally through uh, you know, a lot of the matches, and there's still way too much filler in WWE shows. And of I understand course. it's a three-hour show, but 
that filler only makes it easier on the production team. It doesn't make it easier on the audience. No, no, I agree. But like, uh, I did feel that this week's show flowed a little better than usual for me. Yeah. Listen, last sure week's why. shows have been listen, when we had shows that were above a five out of ten previously. That was that was a know, miracle. Yeah, we 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 were claiming victories when we really should have just been like, <laughs> eh. um, and they were high points for sure. Not everything's all bad and all good. So these last two shows are definitely better wrestling shows. They're wrestling stories. There's more wrestling matches. Absolutely. Right. There's things that make sense. They're giving us little Easter. That's egg. another one. Right. They, they haven't been overdoing it with the surprises. They're slowing. No, exactly. Slowing it's called fucking, you know, do it. They're doing it once a week at the very least, Jeff. Listen, what That's Triple H said about NXT and Dynamite, that it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. I think he, I think he believed it at the time. Turned out it wasn't correct. But I think as far as long-term products, I mean, I think WWE is more of a long-term thinker marathon. And and, and they always have been, Jeff. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know about always, but it's been that way for a while anyway. Well, Ever since they've been in the meet, yeah. Right, I'm I'm saying going by from the Monday Night Wars, I mean it's the same sort of scenario, right? I mean WCW was pumping their asses like for what 84 weeks in a row, like we'll never forget whatever it was, 83 weeks, 83. I don't know, 83, right? You get my drift. It was somewhere along those lines. My point is, 83 weeks in a row, Nitro kicked Raw's asses, and then you know WWE got their shit together, and it was off to the races forever after that, all the way till 2001, where Nitro and WCW in general. We're done, right? I think even then there was long-term planning because if you look at the Attitude Era, I felt 97, obviously 97 was a great year for WCW, but 97 was very underrated for WWE, I felt. You know what I mean? Because I thought that was a good year for WWE. And then 98 was kind of like neck-to-neck, -neck, you know, one week Raw was beating Nitro, then Nitro would beat him again. And, but, but by 99, it was that was it. It was done. Nitro never won a week again. Yeah, and and Nitro got more progressively more desperate and Worse. sick and crazy, right? Um, and know, a lot of resets and just a lot of just shit. it was just a mess. To be fair, and listen, AW is guilty of some of that too. Uh, they, they have been sometimes they put their foot down on the on the uh, accelerator. Sometimes they put it on the brake. I think in their own way, this week they pumped the brakes a little bit. Um, yeah. There was a lot less packed into the show and i mean that in a positive way but again i need to digest it and think about it. but i didn't i didn't hate the show I, I thought i thought it was okay i mean there was a little bit too much of some things but they don't really excite me but i understand that they probably do excite their you know their target of 27 and younger <laughs> 27 and younger are you sure it's not 12 and under <laughs> okay 12 and under <laughs> I'm just saying, look, I'm being an asshole. It's it's definitely they're trying not to be twenty-three me. I like it. I, I like it a lot. <laughs> you know what I mean? But look, I'm I'm just being a prick, obviously. Look, if it's good, and like you said, yeah, it seems like I've turned, but damn it, I used to absolutely destroy WWE a new one every week until they finally fucking got their shit together. You know what I mean? And sure, it's still baby steps, no doubt about it. But every <laughs> week it's progressively better. Let's let's tell the folks what they did well. What how did Raw start? Well, let's let's get into it because we got Raw coming from Washington D.C. Ironically, where also um, AEW debuted Dynamite. Ironically, so October second, twenty nineteen. Absolutely, that's right. Exactly. But in this case, we're August fifteenth, twenty twenty two, from the Capital One Arena, which is formerly the MCI Center, right? 
I believe so. Yeah, these, these phone companies and banks and license, licensing rights over, and things like that, yeah, naming rights, they come and go. It's ridiculous, man, because it's like that worldwide, even here, dude. Like, shit, we got a stadium named after Marvel, Marvel Stadium. I don't know if you know that, but uh, if you don't know, now you know. Yeah, no, they started, I think, here in the U.S., and once one stadium did it, you knew that everyone would do it. Is, even, is even it Marvel? Stadium... I don't think they did start in the U.S. with Marvel. It actually started no, not with first. Marvel, no. It oh, started, okay, right, right. No, it started oh, just, with someone uh... ridiculous, like uh, right, right, right. Met Life or something. They were, I don't remember who the first one was, but I remember when New Fenway opened, they really didn't want it, so they incorporated Fenway into the corporate sponsor name. I mean, even then, they, they couldn't do it. Um, well, look think, at Staples Center, for example. They're not even called Staples Center anymore, and it sounds like shit. I can't even remember what the new name is, but it sounds like crap. Only the Orioles resisted. I think it's. I think it's still Oriole Park at Camden Yards. Well, good on them because if they can reject money, like, and I'm sure it's a lot of money that they said no to, because I feel like corporate, the corporations have just, you know, destroyed everything worldwide when it comes to just everything. Like they got it. Like everyone's selling out, man. The world, the the world is like NASCAR cars. That's and that it takes too much. <laughs> they just I'm go all, round and round, right? <laughs> I'm all for capitalism, but I, I think that you know things. Extent, though, things man. get tasteless. Absolutely, I mean, I don't mind when some arenas do it, but now that every single arena, other than MSG, at this point, I think, and like you said, was it who was it that they said no? Was it Baltimore? You said, mm -hmm. yeah, or was it the Oilers? The Oilers, right? Orioles. Oh, Orioles. Sorry, why did I say Oilers, man? Who's the Oilers these days? That's Edmonton, man. Well, there used to be a Houston Oilers. Um, oh, that's right. Then they moved. Did they move? Yeah, they're, they're now Tennessee Titans. They first moved to Memphis, oh, and, and then they okay. changed to the Titans, and then moved to Nashville. Well, damn it. That's, uh, I mean, they were always going to move to Nashville. They moved to Memphis until the stadium was built in Nashville. That's another thing I can't stand about American clubs is why do they – there's too many that do that, man. Like, it alienates the fan base, dude. It happens less frequently than, than people think. It's just a big deal when it happens. Um, I don't know. I mean, look I mean, at the Lakers, right? I mean, they were three-time champions as Minnesota Lakers. Milwaukee. Before they went to – sorry? No, I think they were the Milwaukee. No, no, Minnesota. Minnesota. There's no lakes in, in Milwaukee like there is in Minnesota, bro. That's why they call the Lakers. I'm not kidding. Okay. They're named after the great – it's like the Utah Jazz. What does Jazz and Utah have to do with each other? Nada. They're from New Orleans. Exactly. That's my point. You know what I mean? But same with the Lakers. I'm kidding you not. They're from Minnesota. They won three championships there, I believe, in a row. Look it up. I know I I'm am. right on this because I'm a big NBA fan, Jeff. I know my shit when it comes to basketball. Just saying. Uh, Just yeah. quite. You'll see. I would even put a bet on it. That's how right I am. Yeah, I mean, I know that it's the land of 10,000 lakes is Minnesota. Um, so it it's makes the sense. name. I just don't know why I'm getting why in my head I have Milwaukee. Please, please, you have to just see. It should come up straight away. It's it should. Um, but well, you can just type the LA Lakers and then just look at their Wikipedia and look at the history. Yeah, yeah, I am. Come well, up Wikipedia straight away. Is, it's a huge page. I say, I'm not beginning in Minnesota. Yeah, there we go. Thank you. There you go. And they were great as Minnesota. There was no reason for them to really relocate, but they did anyway. They were a championship team when they relocated to LA. 
yeah, but LA puts us in the biggest TV market or second TV right. market. Right, yeah, of course, and it makes sense absolutely. But and you know what? They're they're an LA icon. They're you know what I mean. It's what it's if an they change their name to the Hills or the Stars or something it, like that. The LA Stars would have worked actually. I think LA Stars would have actually been all right. Even LA Kings would have been good, even though there is an LA Kings, and I'm talking about the NHL team. But if they were around before them, they could have called themselves right, the Kings. Yeah, right. There wouldn't have been an LA Kings hockey team if there was an LA Kings basketball team. Right. Well, there is a Sacramento Kings in California still. So, mm -hmm. I mean, but either way, but I think Stars, LA Stars would have worked, I think. Sure. You, you, do you think? Could have, could have it been iconic if they were called the Stars? Yeah, I think it makes perfect sense. In fact, it makes more yeah. sense than, than even, well, it makes as much sense as Dallas because Texas is the lone star state. Right. Dallas is in the yeah, you know. But you also got the Cowboys star. So I mean, but yeah, I mean, yeah, stars would make sense. I mean, you know, there's, there's plenty of things. It could have been the Hollywood Gold. I mean, hey, what? Hey, that's that sounds all right too. Why not? Fuck yeah, yeah I agree. Town, but anyway, Oscars. I was thinking Tinseltown, but I don't know if they would have called themselves that anyway. Yeah, but but it would make sense. I mean, is is a reference to everything's you know gold and shimmery. No, yeah, no, you're right. No, absolutely. I, I was actually thinking that in my head too, and I was going to say that too, and I thought, nah, probably would never have gone down. I, I think in today's like world, it would have. Like now, if there was a new LA team for whatever reason, you could do that. No, no doubt about it. But um, back then, I'm not, I'm not quite sure. And plus, the Lakers as a as a name, even though they were from Minnesota, were already iconic because they were so dominant in Minnesota anyway. So. Well, you know what I mean? Some, it, it some dumbass advertising executive came up with the idea and said, hey, why don't we get our name on a stadium? And that way, every yeah. time an NFL game is played or anything, they have to say our name. And you know what? I'm surprised. Why doesn't WB think of doing that to a, to some place? Tell me that wouldn't be great advertisement for them. I, I don't know. I would like to know if a single bank has ever gotten a single customer because they – have naming yeah, rights. That's true. Most, that's interesting. I mean, most of those, like a lot of these banks and businesses and dot coms who sponsored stadiums no longer exist. I mean, that's I true don't know too. if it's a cause and effect there, but it doesn't seem like it's a great investment. No, mm -hmm. no, you're right. It's got to be. I mean, it's, first of all, it would cost a shitload of money, right? Depending on the arena too and what city, obviously. Mm -hmm. But, but yeah, no, no doubt about it. It's, you're probably right, man. How many new customers does it like really bring? Qualcomm, I mean, MCI, you just pointed out, they don't exist anymore. Right, exactly. You're right, no. I mean, is AOL still even around? They're not. I think AOL is still around, but there's, they no, are. Way, there's no way they can be sponsoring any, any stadiums. Wow, they're still around. Oh, to me, they're dead. Like, I don't even hear nothing well, about they're, they're, it. It's like 70-year-olds who just never let their account huh. lapse. So it's like Dotto here, basically. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it, right? They go to this AOL. They just don't now. die. I think I think MySpace even still exists somewhere. It does actually. I, <laughs> funny enough, I actually went to see if I can remember my old password and all that shit from back then. And yeah, I did. And yeah, it still does exist. Weird, so cheesy too when you look at it. Remember, you used I, to have your top friends. I never had MySpace. Oh, really? Thank God, because it was politics, dude. You had like your best friend section sort of thing, like your top friends, uh -huh. and you put them in order. You know what I'm saying? And people used to get fucking what? I'm not one of you, not your best friend and shit it's like, like that. The AW rankings. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, AW you, and MySpace. Sure. Uh, I'll rank yeah, you up. I'll bump right. you up to number eight. <laughs> ah, see, see, see what he did there. Well, but unfortunately, no for, Jeff, for me, because I don't even have ten friends. So I mean, 
Ah, oh, stop fucking kidding yourself, Jeff. Come on now. He says he's got no friends, folks. But you know what? You see him with, with actual A-listers sometimes on his Facebook. Oh, I'm going to dinner with this director or all this stuff. Come on, Jeff. I've seen it. Yeah, I'm, I'm a low-key A-lister. <laughs> I'm, but I'm not joking. I'm telling the truth, though. That's the funny thing. So he's well, being serious, I, I, folks. I, I, I do have friends who are uh, in high know, places. I've got people from my life who are big shots. There you go, and that's you I, just I have admitted it right there. In folks. my life, who can say the phrase "I lost millions on this deal"? <laughs> hey, like he's a lawyer, folks. Come on, you know he's got to know big shots. That's yeah. it. I mean, come on. Yeah. True. Yeah. I mean, there's got to be something to that. But you know what? We're proud to have him here at the PwC. He's I'm our resident lawyer. <laughs> Good. As I'm, I'm most excited about the Double J Protection Agency now. The I am too. We'll say it as a joke off the air. Yeah. Right. We've got to work more onto that. But yeah, that's something because we're saying it, folks, for anyone that doesn't obviously realize, we're just fucking around before we went live and it just came out. We started laughing about it. So maybe we got to do something with that. I mean, it's, that's money right there. Right. But you know what? Let's get actually well, into Raw. Off the air. Good night, everyone. Yeah, exactly. Let's get onto Raw. I mean, obviously, this seems like me and Jeff haven't seen each other for a long time, even though that's what it feels like. We're catching up. I know, right. But um, anyway, we get the show kicking off and opens up with Judgment Day making the entrance and getting the, the ring. And on Judgment Day. Oh, sorry. That's right. The Judgment Day make the entrance and get in the ring and on the mic. Rhea Ripley. I know, I know. I've got to remember it's The Judgment Day. So remind me, if I stuff it up, tell me once again. Sorry, by Priest, the way, by the way. Last week on this very show, I said to Damian Priest, if you're going to be in, in a dark faction with your shirt open, prominently displaying your religious icon, it shouldn't be a cross because that can mean something. What a fucking idiot. Make it upside down so it's satanic or something else. This week he came out with an ankh. Good. He listened. Confirmed that Damian Priest listens to the PWC. I was going to say, you know what, Jeff? This has happened to us a few times. And I don't know if it's a coincidence or maybe people do tune into our shows. And I'm talking about like wrestlers particularly. Of course they should. Because let's be honest, some shit has panned out from what we've said. So, you know what I mean? You never know. So <laughs> it's funny because I'd love to know who our listeners are. But unfortunately, we don't know who they are other than the people that we're acquainted or are friends with, if you know what I'm saying. And it's just exacerbated because their feud is with the Mysterios and, and you know, right. Ray is super like he's got a cross on his forehead, you know, and all over his body. So, I mean, you know, you, it looks like Christian, it's like the, it's like the Albert Jacinian Crusades in France, where it was Christians against Christians. You, you don't want Christian right. or Christian violence on there. You, I mean, the Judgment Day, it should be dark and brooding and, you know, uh, cult-like. Brooding from the gills. But yeah, so they, they came out. They they stepped out of the smoke one by one, um, and Rhea got the biggest pop out of all of them, right? Well, dude, I, I keep saying it week in week out. She's truly the star of this group, man. It's the only thing it's done is elevate her. Mm -hmm. It really has only her. You know I what I mean? But I will say Listen, that faction is supposed to elevate the young star. I don't. I think that I don't think it was intentionally meant to. Yeah, right, but I, was it intentional to, for it to be Rhea? I don't think so. No, I think it was Damien, who's 39, not right. so young, but, but new to WWE. But but she's legit 25. So, she's I mean, young, dude. She's a pop still. People forget that, dude. But so, accidentally, and maybe it's working. 
Yeah, I mean, look, she was already over to an extent before Judgment Day, but this has made her, I don't want to say, look, I truly think, and this is weird me saying this, but I think she's the biggest name in women wrestling right now in WWE, and I'll tell you why. She's the only one doing her own thing, dude. She's separate from the rest of that roster in many ways. You know what I mean? Which I think is a big deal because, you know, she's, there's the women's division and then there's Rhea Ripley right now. And mm. I think really, well, is she, what is she doing with the, with the ladies, man? Really I, well, nothing. I, nothing. Uh, but right. I, don't think that, so, I don't think that she's the biggest star in women's wrestling right now. I mean, I think it's still Becky. The second Charlotte comes back, it'll be her. Um, I think you yeah, can make okay, a case but, for Bianca. Can you? And Bailey coming back with with uh, with her little faction. I mean, you know, she's she's making some noise. Um, so. The NWO, the BWO. Oh, sorry, that's right. The Bailey World Order, not the yeah. Blue World Order. Shout out to Stevie. But um, yeah, see what I mean? Again, look at them. All right. Does it not feel like why is all these? It's like these outsiders have come in, and the whole roster is like banding together to get rid of this poison. That's come to WWE. That's what it feels like, Jeff. But and the whole it really doesn't make sense. come together to do anything. It's only it's only Alexa, Oscar, and Bianca. Oh, whatever. Well, the raw women's roster say, right? That's not, all three of them, though. It's it's like no one else. No one else is. I mean, well, Dana Brooke, I guess, if she counts. But, 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 but the thing is, why are they all like upset about these three? Really? I don't know. Let's take things in order. Let's go back to the judge. All right. All right. Let's go back to judge. As I was saying. Really, Ripley says they run Monday Night Raw and it's been harsh, a harsh reality to the Mysterios and she proved to Dominique that she really is his puppy <laughs> as she destroyed his soul. Finn Balor talks about how everybody loves the Mysterios, which reminded me of everybody loves Raymond, and says he doesn't get it, but he's afraid. He's got sad news for all of us. Ray and Dominique won't be here and it's because poor little Dom has his soul crushed last week and he destroyed the elder Mysterio in the middle of the ring to further solidify his legendary status in the business. Damien Priest then talks about what he's going to do to Edge next week and asks if the crowd, will ask the crowd if they want to see Edge right now. Too bad, because Yan here, he's in Toronto promoting their match next week. Priest says he doesn't need anyone at ringside to deal with Edge, and he'll put the final nail in Edge's coffin all by himself without judgment day at ringside. Toronto will no longer be Edge's hometown. It will be the place Damien Priest sent him back to re into retirement. He keeps talking a moment longer, and Ray Mysterio then attacks from behind, clears the ring. Rhea gets back in the ring and stares him down, practically begging him to hit her. Ray sees Finn and a chair coming comes swinging his way and cuts him off and beats him down with his own chair. And then he fucking shots, you know, he throws some shots with the chair to Damien as well, and Ripley and then Ripley slides in to stop. And taunt him again. Fighting over the chair, Jumper Day cuts off Ray and beats him down, leaving him lying and receiving medical attention as we go to the break. Now, I want to say one thing, Jeff. Mm -hmm. I felt Balor's prom promo this time was much better than in previous weeks. Oh, that was that was it? That was the whole thought? I, I'm no, no, no. I just wanted to... That stood out to me because he had a bit more passion like into it. Like, he had a bit more oomph than usual, if that makes any sense. No, he, he's trying, and, you know, he said his already legendary status, so you have legend versus legend, you know. I guess he's right. reminding Mr. He's not the only legend, you know, in, in this feud. But right. the thing that I took from this, 
is that Damian Priest basically set a stipulation to his own disadvantage. Basically, he's like, my my folks won't be there. It's one-on-one. So, I mean, is that the stipulation yeah. that the rest of the Judgment Day is banned from ringside? Is it, I mean, I never heard that announced. I mean, he said it. That's what I mean. Why? It's like he said it under his breath almost. Why, why would he volunteer that? I, I, I don't know. But whatever it is, last week we said, and I, I think I tweeted the, earlier in the week also, that that Rhea can, can continue doing this gimmick where she's beating the shit out of Dom every single week, and, and she can do that as long as Orange Cassidy's been doing his gimmick, and I'll be fine with it. And on Hammerlock Hangover, I wouldn't let Steve call uh, Mysterio Jr. Dom. I, I made him call him Sub. Uh, that's actually a title of Sub Mysterio, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and so Dom is from now on known as Sub. And uh, oh, yeah, yeah. And like I said, he's going to get his Luchador mask, but it's going to be a Gimp mask. He's going to be in the in, in the demolition stuff. He's going to have a dog oh, collar yeah. and a leash. Yeah, pal. He's going to be on oh, all yeah. four. He's going to have that ball in his, in his mouth that he can't speak unless you. So we're going him. Gold Dust '98 with Luna Vachon. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, or remember or that like, he used know, to wear that shit too. Yeah, yeah, and you know she would walk him like a dog to the ring while he had the ball in his mouth and yeah. just like a gimp. Yeah, like what is what is, is that? Uh, what is, is that BDSM or what, what yeah, is, BDSM what is, exactly? That's spot on. BDSM yeah. shit, man. Not for me, but each to their own. <laughs> yeah, well, well, that is for sub because he's a sub. Damn it! I hope they do it. It'll, it'll be absolute gold for me if they do do it, but you know they won't. There's no uh, chance in hell. It's ruthless aggression. There is coming back. That's it's true. Ruthless aggression. Hey, listen, it's true. You know, maybe Sub said to Triple H, "This is what I want. This is what I like. I can't get it up otherwise. Uh, I can't get blue shoes. Can't get it up otherwise. Yeah. And, and wow. so this this is what I need. This this is what I need to to make me more of a man. I mean, you say you want me a ball. I want it raw. This is how I get my testosterone by by being a sub. <laughs> and and uh, Paul and Stephanie are like, you know what, us too. So okay. Well, you know what else I can do to bring back that testosterone is bring back Arco Pro. He's spanking Paul in the office. Sounds <laughs> good. <to> us. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> <laughs> and Seth Rollins in the background laughing. Anyway. Let's move on. <laughs> Ever since I was sick and like I've recovered, but my yeah, you know, my voice hasn't totally come back. But anyway, let's get into that first matchup because we got Alexa Bliss and Asuka versus Dewdrop and Nikki Nikki Drop for your yeah. WWE Women's Tag Team Championship Tournament first round match. So I guess she's not a superhero or almost a superhero anymore. She's Dewdrop Junior. She's just wearing the mask and the cape for no apparent reason. Wow, I I tweeted today. The only thing that can help this this so, two is for Alba Fire to come up and be the leader of their Scottish faction, make them and just tear oh. that stupid mask off. Well, first of all, do drop his English, not Scottish. So yeah. I mean, I know it's a WB, it's the same shit, obviously, right? Scottish I'm English, right. same same. <laughs> I thought huh? she was Scottish. Nah, she's English, dude. Actually, let me double check on that. I'm I'm quite sure she's English because she was wearing dude. the Scottish plaid. Was she? Not not last night, but in the past she has. I'm not talking about Nikki Ash. I'm talking about Dewdrop here, right? No, I know. No, I know. Nikki oh, you're Ash. right. You're right, dude. She's so Scottish. That's right. You got the oh, Scottish. Oh shit! Right. So yeah. There you go. I got something wrong. I was convinced she was. Why oh, did I think she was? English? We're even now. Um, wow, we are. It's one one for for the night. I mean, it's, wow, it's and we got a Irish, or we could call their faction Boudica. Hey, it's Piers Austin. Yeah, yeah the boys. Yeah. What yeah. up, Piers? 
Heard Dude, I need you on one of my shows, man. I want you to watch Dynamo. You should be on the skirmish this week. Oh, Jesus. If you hear I, me right now. I'm here, just saying. Just welcome. Just watch the waiting game while you're doing it. Have a lot of, have a lot of your TV uh-huh. shows that you want to binge watch while you're waiting. No, you know why it's good to do that? Uh, because, first of all, he's from Australia, too. He's from Sydney. So, boo to Sydney, just quietly, Pierce. Just saying. <laughs> hey, Melbourne, man, Melbourne. But I anyway, I'm just I'm just slightly. joking. You have. You have been to Sydney, but you haven't been to Melbourne, Jeff. How dare you? No, I haven't. But I did fall asleep <laughs> in the Sydney Opera House during La Boheme. So. That, I don't blame you because I, I would have fallen asleep myself. I haven't been to Sydney for quite a few years. Let me just clarify. Everyone says that La Boheme... I'll get back to you after the show. Basically, it's like Three's Company with... with Tenor singing. Why'd you go there? Just quietly. Oh, my girlfriend at the time wanted to go. God damn it! I'm. Oh, you coming to Melbourne? What's what's the occasion, man? For holiday or for wrestling, bro? Because I he's big on the indie scene here in Australia. I don't know if you know that, Jeff. No, but I don't. He commentates. I mean, I he commentates for I, PWA. I, I assume it's to sell drugs. What else would you go to Melbourne for? <laughs> <laughs> they do call us Mexico down here because we're the south, you know, in south of the borders to Sydney. That, oh, That's what Jimmy's they call us. Way ahead on the racist. No, 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 no. These ass peers, the Sydney siders call us Mexicans. I'm just saying. That's true. Okay, That's just, I know you can call it racist, but that's just amongst us. Just a little like jab. Because Melbourne and Sydney. Just, just a, what, what's no, a little intra Australian racism between friends? Uh, well, yeah, well, Australia's a bit weird with the racism, if you know what I mean. But. But Melbourne and Sydney are like rivals. You know what I mean? The two biggest cities in Australia. You know how it is. You know how it goes. We both think we're better than each other and right. blah, blah, blah. So, oh, hang on. Here we go. I'll be, he says he'll be for a trip for both weekends away with the wife, plus catch up with some wrestling mates. Mm. Awesome. Hit me up if you're down here. Maybe we should do a live show, like literally in person. But anyway. Yeah, we'll swing. Um, yeah. I mean, why not? He's a fellow Aussie. So, big ups to Pierce Austin. And check out his show, guys. I mean, he's. Ah, uh, what a prick. Look at him. He goes, Melbourne sucks. Screw you, man. <laughs> but I was <laughs> He goes, I'm down. Well, I'll, I'll hit you up after the show, no doubt, man. But, um, well, I just wanted to also say, uh, check out his show. Yeah, yeah, Dee's doing her own thing over there. But for everyone that's listening, check out his show. We don't want to hear anything else about it. <laughs> don't make me blow a kiss on the air, Pierce, all right? <laughs> but anyway. You rant about Moxley and Effie. You better know. Hypocrite. Oh, that's that gives that gives me an idea. Here we go. This one's for you, Pierce. <laughs> you like that? There we go. <laughs> but like I was trying to say, everybody tuning to his podcast because he's got a great show where he interviews pretty much the who's who of professional wrestling from Rob Van Dam to to like uh even uh what's his name? Demont. He interviewed Demont, which is a great friggin' uh interview, man. You gotta check that out, Jeff, if you haven't already. Rob Van Dam to someone named Demont. Build the mutt, man. You oh, know, build fucking, the mutt. Yes. Uh, for some reason, I went blank for a second. You know, what's it called? Um, Hugh Morris, man, from WCW. I know, we, we know who Hugh Morris is, but it's not like you're saying demand, like someone has a, like no. a Latinized <laughs> demon. For food. some reason, I went blank on his first name for whatever reason. I don't know why, so I'm like scrambling there. So, But anyway, then it came to me. I'm like, shit, That's build the, the biggest mutt. name you could come up with? I know he's done bigger names than that. Well, he's done all sorts of guys, man, really, even GGP. I mean, I've watched quite a few of his interviews. I mean, he's even got shows. Do you remember Angel from ECW? No. Well, you're a prick then, right there. You don't remember the fucking, the Baldies? 
From what? ECW. I didn't watch ECW. That was crap wrestling. Really? Wow, really? <laughs> you're a character, man. I didn't like you're, that. you're a funny cop. Anyway, the point is, go and check out Piers Austin show. It's called the Piers Austin show now, actually, as a matter of fact. Go check it out. You won't be disappointed. Mark my words. The only but thing anyway, ECW is I had a client that Paul Heyman never paid timely for his video production. Really? Well, yeah. and they used you for the to be the lawyer for this case? So yeah. wait a minute, you went up against Paul Heyman? I mean, it was collection letters and things like that. I mean, he always ended up. Why paying. don't I know that? You don't tell me this stuff, Jeff. You need to be saying this shit on on the shows, man. I just did. Well, you did now, but I never knew about it. Here we go. I just learned a new thing about Jeff every day. This was ninety-five. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh well, shooting the shit uncensored is the name of the podcast. Just quietly, Pierce. I noticed you changed your show, like from the MWA podcast to the. What was it? The the Piers Austin show. That's what it was called, was it? Or podcast. That's what I saw. And what's with the name change? Are we going like, you know, just branding for yourself? Stone Cold Piers Austin. Oh, Austin's. okay. All right. All right. It's on the Piers Austin channel. Okay. I, I understand that. I, I took it like it became a whole different show. Is, does Steve MWA Austin even uh, exist? Challenge Piers Morgan to a fight. <laughs> That's a good one. But hey, I didn't say that, Piers. Jeff did just quietly. But, uh, I think I think Piers Morgan can take him. That's a, it'll be a good one. Yeah, I think Piers Austin can take Piers Morgan. <laughs> it'll be a good one, no doubt about it. Um, all right, you know what? He said send me a link, and I can come on and explain it if he wants. What do you think, Jeff? I know for you're going to be frustrated. No, we rather do it on the plate here. You you can do a second show afterwards called the. the oh, you know Morgan what, Piers? If you if you can tune in, if you come back within the hour, right? Say like towards say about an hour away if you don't watch the whole show or listen to it right now we'll do it then you and i because jeff it's he's running late you know what i mean it's past his bedtime and we need to get through raw obviously and then we'll do it so jump on towards the end don't forget i'll send you a link anyway let's get back into raw jeff because we just went right away did i mention who won the match well if i didn't alexa bliss and oscar did win by submission with a grounded octopus hold from Oscar on Dewdrop. And post-match, we get Bailey and Co. come down to the stage. And now two trios face ahead of Clash at the Castle, Jeff. Referees and road agents separating them as Austin Theory is interviewed backstage. And we'll get to that in a second. What do you think of the match? And what do you think of the post-match stuff anyway, Jeff? I thought the match was fine. Um, the post-match stuff, I honestly don't remember anything about it. Yeah, neither do I. I'm just, really, I mean, I didn't care. Really, I didn't care about this. But from here on, I felt it was just, it was getting better and better as the show went on. Anyway, as I was saying, Austin Theory's interview backstage, he admits he might have made a miscalculation, Jeff, at SummerSlam. But he still missed the money in the bank, and his wires are more dangerous now and next time. Well, they've got a problem about what he said, because let's be real. When he came running down at SummerSlam to cash in his money in the bank, the ring was already mangulated, correct? It was. It was mangulated. Right. So if you're going to cash in your damn money in the bank, technically it needs to be done in the ring, right? The match needs to begin in the ring. So doesn't, doesn't just the, the it's the same kind of rules of the match. You're just you're just inserting yourself in the match, or does it have to be a new match? I don't know. I don't know. They don't explain that actually, to be honest. And also, if he when he does cash in, are both belts on the line? 
Maybe in getting three counts on mangulated rings. Maybe. Maybe it's a new thing. Who knows? But let's be real. It was never going to happen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. even when he saw him running down, I knew. Even though I already predicted he wasn't going to cash it anyway. Right, but with the ring being done, it wasn't going to happen anywho. That's a good point. If you're so, right, yeah. about it, it has to be done in the ring. Yeah. So that was just pointless. But whatever. I mean, who cares at this point? Anyway, Dolph Ziggler ends up rolling up and he says he's gotten crushed every time that contract wasn't handed to him. And that's why it mattered when he cashed in and became world heavyweight champion. Theory says he loves that for him, but he's pretty sure he's not going to be around when he cashes in. And because of that, he thinks that Ziggler is nothing more than an over the hill, no total has been as Dolph headbutts him and they brawl and we go to the break. Anything to really say about this segment? I mean, not really. This whole thing has been a little bit confusing. Uh, Steve from Hammerlock Hangover opined that uh, because Vince had to step down, that Dolph was taking over the mentor role and it was going to be the tough love kid thing. Uh, I I guess that's not out of the question, but it doesn't really seem like that's the direction it's going. And I I think, I I think by the end of this evening that, you know, this is probably over. Is Ziggler, I guess, now a baby face? Is that where we're going? I guess so, but I mean, and no one actually cares. That's the problem. Well, I mean, how how can you? Well, fair point. You're right, and that's a shame. It's uh, look, I don't know if it's really his fault. You know, you could blame WWE's booking of him over the years. Probably, you know, like it's really to be fair on him. But then again, he could have said no, right? So it is what it is. But anyway, uh, who cares at this point? As we come back from commercial, though, we see that Theory and Ziggler kept brawling through the break. Jeez, I don't know why it's so intense suddenly. As the Miz and Tommaso Ciampa are interviewed backstage, Ciampa says he's come close to winning the title, but there are no participation awards in WWE. And the next time he gets a title opportunity, it will be to become a champion. As the A-list blames AJ Styles for interfering with the match and complains about him giving a United States Championship match tonight. Did you want to say something, Jeff? No, uh, I'm... I'm I don't understand the pairing of Champa and Miz. I mean, I understand you put someone with the Miz and, you know, there's going to be some heel heat that's towards the team, but they, they don't make any sense to me. Uh, you know, the they don't. doesn't seem like a Champa guy and Champa doesn't seem like a Miz guy. But I will say this, even though it makes no sense that this pairing even happened, they never explained it, let's be honest. They really actually haven't. And I think sometimes people don't want to give WWE shit for that you know people seem to forget that this really made no sense but in saying that for whatever reason i think it kind of works though even though i don't like it but it for whatever reason they actually mesh okay i don't think miz is interesting enough i don't think he's nearly as interesting as wwe thinks he is and i agree Chopper's too straight a man for someone who's not that interesting you need somebody with a little bit of comedic timing Morrison was perfect at it. I think Austin Theory with the Miz would be good. You need somebody who mm-hmm. who, who the, they work together off each other. Ciampa is just sort of a robot there. And he's just, I mean, it's sort of like having Bruno Sammartino team with oh, the no. Repo Man. It makes no sense. Oh, imagine but that. I, I mean, Repo, the Repo story man. was is that Ciampa was basically auditioning to try to protect the Miz because like, Ciampa wanted to hitch his wagon to the to the to the Mrs. you know horse which doesn't make much really? sense anyway because the so 
I don't know. Whatever it is, I, I really thought that, that last week was the perfect opportunity for Ciampa to sort of turn face and split away from the Miz, and but it didn't happen. So we'll see. Uh, Ciampa's been getting zero reaction from the crowd whatsoever, but this that might have changed some this week. I'm just not sure if it was real the situation or if it was piped in. You know what, Jeff? I truly believe they don't do the piped in sounds anymore. I hope you're right. I hope you're right for Ciampa's sake because I like Ciampa. I mean, I know it sounds like I don't, but I, I do. I really like him in NXT. I mean, I think that's sort of where he belongs. It's sort of like Flair always fit best on that WCW studio down there in, in Atlanta. I mean, that that's always well, where... Like on I WCW Saturday like, night, pretty much? Yeah. yeah uh, mean Gene or, <laughs> you know, or, or Gordon Soley or Tony Schiavone, whatever it was, that... That's always where he felt the most right to me. Um, oh, you're right. That's true. He wasn't too bad in WWE for you know that little run he had, but he, had you know, he was a star. Like he felt like a big, big deal when he first signed with WWE back in '92. I think it was. Yeah, well, he did. They had such a they had such a you know long runway for him to come and right. he had that kidnapped belt, which was awesome. Which was um, awesome at the time. That was taboo, dude. And remember, they used to blur the actual WCW World Championship when he would show it, if you remember. Right. Right. He, it, it, took, I'm the it, real world champion, me, Gene. It took yeah. a while. I mean, the security deposit, the story's gone from 10,000 to 20,000 to 25,000 to like 80,000. Well, you know, you know, Ric Flair, his story's like Pinocchio, but, you know, at some point he paid them $80,000 to keep the belt or something like that, which was yeah, probably more like 10,000. Well, yeah, whatever it was. And that's hence why he was bringing it to WWE at the time. But WWE were too paranoid that they were going to get sued. So they freaking blurted it out. But whatever. It was the WCW World Championship. The legit belt too, mind you. But yeah, interesting times back then. My favorite belt. Absolutely. Probably still is. I mean, which I don't understand why WWE. I mean, I do understand in many ways. Because I think it's an ego thing too. Even though they did use it as a World Championship. I think deep down Vince hates it because everyone loves that belt, if that makes sense. Well, it's not, but I, th- I think everything with WWE, it, it's like the stadium naming rights. Everything's branding. Yeah, it's true. Well, I mean, and I understand that. I get it. Why I not? Mind, I, mean, I don't mind the current belts. I just don't love them, but I, I understand what they're I like them. I, I like them a lot more than most people, man. As a matter, I know people are like, oh, it's just this WWE on it, but so what? You don't need, it doesn't need to be flash. I don't you get know what I mean. I don't get uptight usually about belts. There's, I mean, the 24-7 belt is atrocious, and atrocious. The, the NWA women's title is atrocious. Oh, what the hell is that thing? <laughs> like, seriously, that's a toy. It looks like something that you would get in a He-Man costume. Yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of He-Man, I don't know if you noticed um, there was a meme going around where if He-Man was, was real life, and whoever was dressed as He-Man looked with that stupid bob, Hair, if you know what I mean. Yeah, haircut. Oh my god, bro! Sure? Not only did it look like he, the He Man, it actually did look like He Man, but that bald. <laughs> oh, it's disturbing on a male dude. But anyway, it is what it is. I just did wanted he, to point did it he out. Kiss Moxley and Effie. He probably did because he did look like a village person, if you know what I'm saying. Well, macho, uh, macho man. Did he have a giant saber toothed tiger with him? <laughs> Uh, why are you asking me too many questions, Jeff? It was cowardly uh, until the sword came out, and then all of a sudden he was oh, brave. Although, which sword? Still being a saber-toothed <laughs> tiger? Well, he's got a tiger in his pants and a sword, as a matter of fact. 
Jesus Christ, the answer is always <laughs> penis with you. I mean, everything is penis. <laughs> I didn't mention no penis. You did, but oh, You're it is not penis. Mention it. People know what you're talking about. Do they? Do they truly know what I'm talking about, Jeff? If you don't, he's talking about penis. The answer is always <laughs> penis. Yes, P E N I S, penis. That's right. Just saying. It's such an ugly name, dude. Penis. Think about it. Anyway, enough of the dick talk. <laughs> Let's talk raw again. Because the Miz wasn't finished, actually, Jeff. Miz sure. wants to award Champa with a token of his appreciation. A necklace of a photo of he and the Miz in the ring together that he has a matching copy of, Jeff. Tom says it's awesome. When I say Tom and Tom about Tommaso, he says it's awesome. Miz says they're awesome. And they leave to make the entrances. Nah. Are this we awesome, a, Jeff? Or are we great? This is such a Chris Jericho move. This is such a cheesy-ass fucking... This is the, this start, so something that like Chris Jericho would have done with MJF or the Jericho Appreciation Society, like give them yeah. all like, you know frame pictures of him to wear around their necks. Whatever, you know, it's what's sad it's wrestling. It, it it wasn't the worst is thing it? I ever said, but it wasn't you know anything. You know, funny. you know what I'm worried about, Jeff. What? I'm actually worried that you know how I said I thoroughly enjoyed this show, right? But you, you know when you you know read back the notes and you realize this. Sh- when you, you know, it's one of those things that the show wasn't actually bad, but when you're reading it, it sounds like shit. I, I, I'm telling you, I didn't think, I thought it was a good show. But it was I a good show. It was so just, just putting it out there, I actually enjoyed the show, but going back on it in actual writing, well, it, it kind of makes me roll my eyes, but it's not that bad, I, I promise. Anyway, that moves us to our next matchup between Cedric Alexander and Mustafa Ali, not Mustafa, but Mustafa Ali. Mm-hmm. Versus Miz and Tom Champa. <laughs> I like saying that. They will change his name one day, I bet, to Tom Champa. Can you <laughs> picture that? Because I can. I can. Just TC. Oh, just TC. They might even put a dope fucking thing to it and call him THC Miz after that. <laughs> I feel bad for Champa if that goes down. And if uh, let's hope they're not listening or watching our show because they will do that. I'm telling you now, if they hear that shit, they will move to that. Anyway, not much to say other than uh, the Miz and Tommaso Ciampa end up winning by pinfall with a fairy tale ending from Ciampa on Mustafa Ali, hence why Mustafa was involved in this match, just to eat another pin. And uh, nothing more. Uh, You know, but Mustafa, Ah. he's still doing his penance. uh, Absolutely. He's still eating that shit, Jeff. Good. The, 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 good, yeah, I the, agree. <laughs> the match was fine. This this was a good match. I mean, they, they got their shit yeah, in. Yeah. You don't normally see these guys on uh, Raw, and and when you do, it's usually in something stupid. Um, so Not special. Yeah, at least it wasn't Cedric beg, begging to be part of the Hurt business again, and it wasn't uh, uh, getting off. Mustafa would beat anyone and just getting beaten up. So it was a competitive match. They showed their stuff. I I, I really think that. You know, I, I know I say this all the time, but they need to get rid of the 24-7 belt and replace it with a cruiserweight title that, that's defended on both brands. Um, and maybe even NXT too, because there's just too many good cruiserweights and they should be fighting for things and, and, and pl- with places and contenders that it's always fresh. But, you know, there's like nothing for Ricochet. There's nothing for Cedric. There's nothing for really for Chappell, uh, you know, there, there's There's nothing, you know, Finn, Ray. You know, you have all these people who who would be great uh, cruiserweights, and if you make it feel important, then then you know it matters. The twenty four seven belt doesn't feel important. I know everyone's like, no more belts. Why? Or belts? 
more bouts, damn it. I want as more. Long, as long as the stories are good, then why not? I mean, <laughs> imagine having fatal four ways with, with cruiserweights flying around, but you have one grounder and pounder like Chiampa in there. Oh, yeah, midgets. Love yeah. it, pal. <laughs> I, I mean, especially if the threats are true that they're going to bring Gargano back in. I mean, I mean. Ah, yeah, the number one midget. I can't take him seriously in any role except manager or cruiserweight. And even cruiserweight. Look at his head, bro. Look at his face. Is that a face you can take fucking seriously? And I'm talking about fucking Johnny Wrestling. No, that's why he's such a good manager. Yeah, but they marks out there, Jeff. They want Johnny Wrestling and God damn it, they got to get Johnny Wrestling. Well, you know what? I'm figuring out a way that they can give them Johnny Johnny Wrestling and he can actually wrestle something in, in places where it doesn't look absurd. Because Johnny Jeez. Wrestling against Drew McIntyre looks absurd. Well, we should call him from now on Johnny fucking Midget and Johnny Non-Wrestling because he'll probably become a manager. Can we call him Johnny Non-Wrestling? We, we can do whatever we like. This, this, is, this is from the... Free state of uh, Victoria. Well, well, and Baltimore. Come on. Oh, or Maryland. Maryland, sorry, the state. There you go. Well, we are coming from Melbourne and Baltimore, Maryland and Victoria, obviously. But come on, man. It's, it's two ways. Listen, the, ser the, the server's down there. That's where we're coming from. <laughs> are we? Like, I don't know about that. You, well, technically, I am the host, right? Yeah. But um, I guess if we swapped, does that mean it's coming from all the way from Baltimore? Or... Is it really coming from Indiana? If you get my drift. Because technically, this Jago's, Jago gave me access to the account. So you're using his server, not your own. So technically, we're coming from Indiana, basically, I, I guess. Or Iowa. One of them, yeah. too. Well, I, Indiana is definitely not a free state. So, Well, you can buy guns, but you can't do lots of other things. Yeah, Jago. Um, just quietly, he's right. But anyway, who cares about that? Wherever we're coming from, we're coming right here on the PWC network. That's all that matters. So let's go straight back, though, to Raw because guess who's going to make a comeback next week? We get Ezekiel's update featuring Daddy Junior, Ernie Junior, whatever the fuck his name is. Ernie Junior, yeah. What's Ezekiel's last name, by the way? There's no last name. So it's just, okay. Well, Ernie I was going to say we're going <laughs> to. So we're getting the five faces. Or... So what's happening here? Are we getting the dad promising Kevin Owens a piece of his mind next week I, on I Raw? Th I think so. And yeah, I mean, Elias was there. There was another brother there. Uh, there was uh, <laughs> clearly Peter Avalon. I'm pretty sure Aaron Stevens was there as well. And, and there was a child looking very much like uh, Craig Robinson. Uh, uh, Calvin, uh, Calvin Robinson from uh, What We Do in the Shadows as a... Uh, Baby Ezekiel, and, and yeah, this, this, this wow. is the family resemblance is eerie in that family. I mean, it, yeah, wow. Uh, uh, this know. is getting absolutely out of hand now, but it's funny. I'm laughing. That picture going around on, online of, you know, that shot of all of them in the hospital mm -hmm. is fucking funny to me, right? That's great. But the fact that they're going all out with this is kind of, I'll give credit to WWE, it's kind of amusing, right? But it's getting out of hand now. Now we're getting daddy fucking Zeke. Like, come on. They can't control what they look like. I mean, it's it's like the Baratheons. That's how that's how Ned uh, Ned Stark figured it out. That in the Book of Families, that they always had children of black hair, and then all of a sudden there's Joffrey with children of black hair. What? No, they're all black hair. Oh, all of them. God. I don't know. Look, it's I'm looking forward to it only because it's just 
it's so bad that it's good, if that makes sense. Like, it's way, getting to that for me. Thrones, it was always supposed to be that Jon Snow was the child of Robert Baratheon. <laughs> he was never supposed to be a Targaryen. That's why Spoiler he alert, black if... hair was the whole thing. They, they botched the whole thing up there. Yeah, well, not people. that I care about it, but... Sorry, Jeff, say that again because you broke up. I just want everyone to think about it, and you'll see that it makes sense. The black hair, why he had to protect the boy, even though it, it, it risked offending his wife and, and alienating his family. That had to do the little thing by his best friend. It wasn't a Targaryen. He was God a Baratheon. Well, whatever it was, it sucked. Just saying. Oh. Even though I don't mind that segment, but it's just silly. Anyway, speaking of silly, we get Drew McIntyre making his entrance. He gets on the mic, Jeff. Mm-hmm. And now I'm starting to get disappointed that he doesn't have his sword with him any longer, but no, whatever. I will never complain about that. You will never hear me complain about I'm that. being sarcastic, obviously, peeps. But um, <laughs> who knows? What he goes on. Yeah. Or upside down goes, counterclockwise. Well, yeah. Anyway, he does go on to say he knows it's a shock to see him on Monday Night Raw. Not really, actually, Drew, just quietly. It'd be right, exactly. It'd be more of a shock if the other guy were here tonight, though. But in three weeks, we have a chance to uh, to rectify that as Clash at the Castle and that match is taking place on his island, not his country, his island. Just, yeah, really? The whole island. The whole island. The whole, I assume he's talking about Britannia. You know, the good old UK. Do you still call it an island? Well, Australia is technically still an island, yeah, even though you disagree, time, but that's how it's labeled. I mean, of course it's not, but everything's an island by that definition. Well, yes, you're right. That's true, too. That's actually true. Right. You you are right. But if you want to talk about countries, like, for example, the US, like if you put North and South America together, right, that's an island, right? Yeah. So, But technically, you know, because you're in the USA and they're connected to everything else, it's you, like the US is not a continent. Even though in many ways you're named after the continent, you are America per se, if you know what I'm saying. Well, the United States of America, but there's also, there's, you know, non-United States parts of it. I mean, you have South America also, which is made up of many separate countries. North America, South America. Right, that's what I'm saying, right? But but, but the South Americans don't look at themselves like they're Americans per se. I I don't know. I mean, they could if they wanted to. I mean, they could, but you... I think it's just because America exactly. in, in the last hundred years or so has had such a large profile on the world that America And that's, and that's why you said it, because sure. you pretty much made it your own. Like, America is, like, for the USA, pretty much. Well, I mean... Uh, just, just be happy it's not the Russians. So, anyway. Uh, uh, yeah, motherfuckers. Okay. Just be happy it's not the Russians. Team America, fuck yeah. Yeah. I love um, it. USA, US. <laughs> so, 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 Drew. Yeah, he's he's representing the whole island, but not Ireland. The whole island, not the Atlantic, but not the whole Atlantic. Just the whole island. Yeah, not the whole Atlantic and not Ireland. He's definitely not, uh, not Ireland, Ireland too. That's and right. Iceland don't even think about it. Iceland don't even get involved. But anyway, he also goes to say, he says he knows it's a shock to see him on Monday. Like I said before, the match is taking place on his own, as you were saying earlier. So he's going to drop Reigns ass. And win the titles and show up on every show. No, you won't. Because that's what the fans and the titles deserve. But you won't win the title anyway. He knows there's a report going around that he had a bit of a back injury. 
He has to be honest. It's true, Jeff. Mostly because he's been carrying the load of 20 men for the last three years. No, you haven't. Stop lying. All right. And he does it with a smile on his face because he's lying. Right, Jeff? And it's a privilege. This isn't his job. It's a dream. And he's here to scout some future opponents. Really? Yeah. I will say... He also said about the rest of well that we'll get to that actually. Yeah. But I want to say he has a lot more passion this time, dude. Much better delivery of his promo, I felt, by a mile compared to previous weeks. A little. But uh, this was a typical Drew promo, but then the business picked up because Kevin Owens came out. It does. It absolutely Drew, does. Drew and there's a whole lot of people that he would defend right. the title and, against. And and right, well, well, before you go on there, let, let me just uh, say. You've got to read did, your copy. I know. No, 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 no. But he also used this part. He did say just before that that Drew McIntyre versus Tommaso Ciampa or AJ Styles or Seth Rollins or Karrion Cross, or enter Kevin Owens because Drew says he likes the idea of wrestling Kevin Owens too. And KO says that's real cute. But he's never understood why McIntyre feels the need to come out here and pretend he's something he's not. He comes out here and talks with his comic, <laughs> comical big tough guy voice and comes out with a kilt. And a sword. He should have said skirt, though. And he thinks he's at medieval times. And he's a real dumbass, just for rec for the record. Whereas Kev knows exactly who he is. He's Kevin Owens. He's as real as he gets in this business. People might have forgotten what he's about. And for the last few years, he's been coming to work and having fun. But something dawned on him earlier today, Jeff. Because he got goosebumps. Because he realized it's the same arena where he and Sami Zayn had the fight of their life at Battleground. Ah, He thinks it's time to bring the old Kevin Owens back. And as he's talking about the prize fighter. And enough is enough and it's time for a change. Nice little nod to, to Owenheart, which I actually popped for. He also said he's coming after every championship in WWE. No, you're not. And he doesn't give a damn if it's Drew or Roman Reigns. He's coming after the biggest prize of them all, Jeff. McIntyre then says he's tired of seeing people make things up which is true, people talk about him being the chosen one. That was 15 years ago, and then he got fired and worked his ass off to get back here and work from the ground up, and now he thinks it's time to stop talking, and they're wrestlers in a wrestling ring. Let's fucking wrestle, basically. And on that note, Jeff, we're off to the uh, races. Henry shows up and says, I think it's time for the talking to be done. It's time uh, for the main Yes. <laughs> You know what? I don't know why that would pop me, but if WWE ever do get Mark Henry, please, for a shit stir, do that. I would fucking love it. It would be better this time around than in AEW. I would actually like it if well, you did it in the WWE. It would be better, especially if they're doing it when it's not actually the main event. It's just sort of like a random match. <laughs> Every match is a main event in WWE, Jeff, don't you know? That's a good point, yeah. But this was there good. Go. I mean, Kevin Owens turned up the heat and Drew met the heat. So this was... This, Great is match, where I man. Drew, this is where I felt Drew really excelled as the Kevin. I just hope Drew can do it Absolutely. without Kevin, you know, whether he needs others to do it in practice until he can do it himself. But this is the authenticity. This is this is the thing that he's missing, the thing that I say he's missing, the thing that Jamie the vet says he's missing. This is this is the spark that where he actually feels authentically emotional about something. Oh uh, once. Yeah. And like he's got, you know, he, like he still has that chip on his shoulder, but he should, but he doesn't because it's it's a fake show business. So you know he's, he's got to channel it, but uh, Kevin Owens got it out of him. So hey, take the win. But then and then they fought, then they had a match, and this was 
this was a good match. I mean, I, this was. this was a lot of fun. This this this, this was a banger, and you know, and the Usos ran in to screw you out of the finish, right. which you you know groan. But you're supposed to groan now. You're supposed to be upset. This is this this wasn't just a run for run, and it fit with the story. And and now you want to see this match again. You want to see it finish, and then and now you're mad at the Usos, and you know that's enough to carry you for the next two and a half weeks to Cardiff. Right, absolutely, and just quietly, Drew McIntyre apparently wins by disqualification. Uh, I mean, presumably, I mean, yeah, yeah. did he win? Yeah, and then Kevin sure? Owens stunned him. Yeah, I'm sure. And he said, yeah. uh, "Tell your tribal chief that he owes me one." Which, oh yes, maybe, that's true. I remember that. Maybe you cash it in, not for a title shot, but maybe to free Sami Zayn to get his partner back. Maybe, but are we? Do we really need to see that again? I mean, we've seen it a million times, dude. I'm gonna go with yes. <laughs> oh, whatever. I mean, it'd be better if he comes back as generico, though. At least he he could put on a mask if he wants. Oh man, tell me it wouldn't be funny right now as generico. I don't know, what, but I bet the crowd would absolutely be radio silent. They won't have a fucking clue. I, I don't think that the WWE crowd cares about El Generico or thinks it's all that funny. I mean. And I think Sami Zayn should leave that leave that shtick in, in the back. I mean, the the whole thing is that he didn't look like anything. Well, now he's recognized. He's a star. Why why would you why would you dampen that? So this that's what they do sometimes, unfortunately, Jeff. But you know what I mean. You can never trust anything. But um, I do also want to point out that post match after Drew McIntyre wins, well, you did say about the, you pretty much summed it up. But we did get Matt Riddle getting mocked up. For a sit down interview, Jeff, mm-hmm. as Seth Ro- freaking Rollins makes his entrance and we go to the break. Nice. There's a lot of segments, man, now that I think about it. Um, Seth Rollins then gets on the mic. He says he wanted to be here when Matt Riddle finally did the smart thing and told the world, he's retiring, bro. He'll be able to do anything he likes, go back and finish seventh grade. That was funny. Or maybe start a farm. That's a good point, Seth. Maybe you should start a farm, mm-hmm. you know, a weed farm. For that matter, uh, Rollins, Riddle, sorry. As Matt Riddle appears on the Tron after some bickering, he says he's been medically cleared, Jeff. And the next time we see Seth, it's on. Rollins says any time they're in the same vicinity at the same time, it always ends with him stomping his head into the mat. And that's because he's always one step ahead, two steps, even three steps, Jeff. And he wishes Riddle was, was here right now. Because he'd love nothing more than to stomp those last few brain cells out of his stupid, stumpable head. Right. Because yeah. Riddle actually isn't in his mother's basement. He's in the building and he pulls off the mic and he runs out and he goes after Seth and they run into the crowd and Riddle is being swallowed up by the crowd and they love him. Yeah. I mean, he's, yeah, look, I like him too, man, but uh, is he going to win? I don't know. We'll see. I don't um, know. I mean, one of these guys has to win, and Seth's yeah, probably both the need one it who too. needs to win more. Uh, I don't know if, you know, you know, they're just buying time for Randy to come back. I, I, you know, I don't know. Whatever. It, I, I'm not really particularly invested in this because I don't like Seth Rollins. I know that I'm, like, in that 1% of wrestling fans who – sees absolutely nothing interesting in him whatsoever. Um, but, um, 
So I would like to see Riddle win, but you know, to this point, he's still a tag team wrestler. Uh, I don't know what Triple H sees him as, uh, and I don't know what the plans with the Orton are. But anyway, that that's what happened this evening, and you know, I, it looks like we're going to get the Riddle versus Rollins at Cardiff. It looks like, but anyway, he, that, that premise still goes, you know, keeps going as Matt's glad he feels that way and reveals that he's actually in DC and ready to kick Seth's ass. Riddle charges the ring, scouts the blackout and dodges it, pulling Rollins out of the ring to beat him down into the ring. Um, he then gets some kicks, you know, actually those kicks look pretty intense. Then we get an exploder suplex and Seth, Seth rolls out of the ring and runs away tripping Matt up on the apron. He takes him to the announce table. He then ends up drawing him, climbing up on the table, riddled ducks and plants a knee on Seth, on Seth, sending him crashing over the barricade. As Rollins ends up running away, Riddle gives chase and they disappear into the crowd. You know what I got out of that? Riddle running barefoot, like up the steps in the arena. That's disgusting, dude. Yeah, it's so dangerous. And dangerous, hell yeah. If he slipped, just say, and literally busted his toes. That would be with Fiery's ass, man. No, well, I don't think they would. But uh, I mean, this—I mean, they booked the spot, so <laughs> they know he does, he's barefoot. Um, I don't know. I—I I, I, I guess maybe they had maintenance make sure that that, uh, that staircase was clear. Yeah, maybe. Well, we as we come back from the break, we get a video package for AJ Styles versus Bobby Lashley. Um, actually, then we go to break. I must admit, this little, you know, hype package of AJ versus Bobby got me hyped, dude. But did you see very the well background done. where AJ's sitting there doing his thing? In the back, there was a guy with a hoodie standing there in the background, just staying still. I wonder who that guy is. It was Dexter. Was it now? Yeah. And now you think he's his sort of shining light? AJ's I mean, shining light, if you know what I mean? He's a guardian angel. I don't know about shining oh, light, but he's a guardian angel. Are we really going into a Guardian Angel storyline, possibly? Just, I just think he's watching his back. That's all. He, he must have got wind. You know, when you when you sort of deal in the dark side of things, you you get messages sometimes. And he's heard about disturbance in the Force. First, he thought it was carrying cross, but it's not. So he's, he's just he's just watching his friends back. That's that's all. He's just taking he's just taking steps, and the authorities are against him. Everybody's assuming he's you know, lighting fires and causing car accidents. But no, he, he he's there just to make sure nothing befalls his hero, the legend, AJ Styles. The legend. That was, that's interesting that they actually called him that. Well, gee, he's a legend in many ways, but it feels cringy when WWE say that for some reason to me. He's getting there. I mean, what is he, 43, 44 now? 43, as a matter of fact, yeah. turning 44. And he's still, I mean, I think he has slowed down a little bit. You can sort of tell. But nevertheless, he can still go, though. I mean, he's still above average, a better wrestler than freaking most wrestlers. Yeah. yeah. But I this mean, is his twilight of his career, unfortunately. Man, if it wasn't for that stupid hair, I'd like him more. What's worse, but him with short hair, which looked pretty bad, too, or, or the soccer mom look? No, the, the, the soccer mom. There, there's, there's nothing worse than soccer mom hair, including on soccer moms. Mm, that's interesting. True. Absolutely. Well, as we come back from the commercial, Jeff, we get Matt Riddle again backstage being interviewed as he challenges Rollins to a match at Clash at the Castle. Whoopity whoop. It's official now, Jeff. Yay. Yay, exactly. 
Well, anyway, I'm actually looking forward to the match personally, but I think it'll be a great match. But who's this that. guy? You think? Nah, maybe. It depends on what the card is, to be honest. True. If it's if it's very like sort of competitive, when I say that, like very similar, like in star power, then yeah, it's possible. But um, you start with a banger, uh, you know. So it was a good banger, absolutely. It was a good start to a banger. But who the hell is it? Is his name Bo Keller? With oh, the Solid yeah. X? Oh, you mean the, the the jobber that was in there? Yeah, Bo Keller. I've heard that name yeah. before, though. No, they, they totally made up that name that, that for that night. Hmm, interesting. I have to look into that. But anyway, he faced the episode. I'm pretty sure his real name was Meth Head. Oh. <laughs> oh. Meth Head. Hmm? Wow. Did you, oh, you know what? I didn't. Excuse me. I told you when I laugh a lot, I cough. But um, what I wanted to point out, I was kind of dazing at this match. I saw Via, like, you know, win and whatnot in two seconds. But I didn't even notice what Bo Keller looked like. Did he really look like a meth head? Uh, he had the face of a meth head, the body of a swimmer. Hmm, that's weird. That's he a weird. So he's got like- a big upper back. He sort of looked like Pete Davidson if you melded Pete Davidson with Michael Phelps' body, but not as long. Or the Thorpedo's body. Do you know who uh, Ian Thorpe is, Jeff? I don't. But um, he was Phelps' biggest rival. Them two are the, one, the, the ones that have won most gold in swimming ever and shit. They're uh, the two best of all time, really. One from Australia, one from the good old States. One's yeah. a cool guy, and I'm talking about Phelps. One's a... Uh, One's uh, Effie? Oh, anyway. Well, his name is Ian <laughs> Thorpe. I mean, how can you not be a dick if your name is Ian Thorpe? And you <laughs> and, actually and like Dick, too. Well, yeah, you got... Yeah. Oh, well, sorry. It's all about penis, remember? Just I, saying. I, anyway. I, the answer is always penis. Always right. penis, even if they like it. Anyway, V Mahan ends up winning by submission. Yeah, regardless of the context. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's all about penis or peanuts, for that matter. But anyway... He wins with a cervical clutch. Um, why is he back? Veer? I mean, they got to do yes. something with him. But, uh, Can he veer I, to the left and stay there? <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> you know he veers I mean? to the left and bumps into Sangha and they reunite that team. Because I'm a Sangha maniac. Veer, I, I could live without. Ah, oh, please, no. Where is Sangha anyway? What happened to him? Is he done already? You're like, that's it? We're going to pretend that never happened? He was segment on Heatwave where he was teaching... Um, the, the South American team how to do their how to you know catch their 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 spirit or something how to channel but I guess it got uh, cut out for time. But Sanga's still around. Sanga's great. Don't worry. Sanga's gonna have a, a bright career. Clearly, the weird thing though, I mean, he's back to facing jobbers after beating the Mysterios. It seems like a backward step. I, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, listen, it's, it's a reset not, essentially. It, it, yeah, it's not as absurd as Hook, but it's, it's the same kind of trap where you set someone up to be. You know, in 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 the undefeatable or unhurtable, untouchable, and then at some point you have to have him touched, and then when you have nothing for him, just nothing matters anymore. So him going back to fighting jobbers, it, it, it's meaningless. It's like a yeah. restart. Me. Plus, I mean, I listen. Veer is not a small man, but he's not like he's a weird bodied man, though. I mean, it's it's not like. Ron Simmons is coming at you, or Road Warrior Animal, or, or Dr. Dusty Williams. I mean, you know, it, it, 
it's not like you, you you know or braun Strowman. he's not a monster he's just a big i mean i doubt he's even six feet tall they're calling him six four they call him they say he's six four like wait 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 wait. if they if they're billing him as six four and he's not even six feet you can't do that if if that's the case four two seventy five he's neither of those things all right can we at least say he's at least got to be he's got to be at least six two man to be to be billed as six four I think I think he's maybe six feet tall, and uh, I'm sure he's a solid fifty. Four inches is a big fucking you know like difference to me. Well, listen, I mean, you know, when Hulk Hogan started, by 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 the end, of, by you know, by the heyday, he was seven feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> what? No, they never said he was seven foot. But wasn't he? he's close? He's a legit six six to six eight. Very close. You know, he was six six, but they never call him six eight, six nine. As you know, yeah, six eight is what they went with. But he was legitimately six six, like no doubt about it. Now I I I, was, I, I saw him at the airport. He he was he was at He's least tall, man. five. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. And that and that was uh, now he's not that tall anymore because he's had two knee replacements, yeah. two hip replacements. That is true. That, Apparently, he's shrunk. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, no, and then you do shrink a little bit because your spine compresses. But no, when you get your hips replaced and your knees replaced, the the metal replacements are smaller than the bones and wow. you know, you, things compress and you, you walk differently. So you, you know, walk with the, with your knees bent. Bullet. So he, yeah, he, he's, you know, but he, I saw him at the airport uh, probably in the late eighties, early nineties. Oh, he would have been six, six then. <laughs> he, he was at least six, five. I mean, that, 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 that was very clear. And he was uh, carrying most, some of his own bags. Re- really? And this is while Hulkamania was running wild, brother, at the time. Like, was it late it was, 80s, like 87, 88, 89 no, even? No, I think this oh. was WCW Hulk Hogan pre-NWO. Oh, so that's in the 90s then, dude. Yeah, it was, it was between 90 and 93. It was a, it was a BWI. He shrunk a little bit, actually, in body mass, that is, compared to the 80s Hogan, in my opinion. He was pretty big, and he, he was wearing... No, the, he was still big, though. He was still huge, okay. no doubt about it. And he was wearing the, the you know, the do-rag on his, the bandana on his head and the, and the red. Like in the background there that I've got, exactly yeah. like that, with the black do-rag? No, it was it was, it was okay. like a, it was like a regular bandana, and he was wearing a red Hulkamania shirt, but short sleeves, like the sleeves weren't ripped off. Oh, he's such a mark for himself, seriously. Who wears their own shirt at the airport? Oh, Jeff? <laughs> somebody, somebody who wants to sell a lot of shirts. <laughs> and it's smart. Don't get me wrong. It's actually smart marketing. Who else? Well, who's it, better right, than... Right now, somewhere, there are several people buying Hulkamania shirts. It's true. I mean, shit. Uh, the NWO shirts still make a killing. That's for sure, man. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, let's move on from V. Mahan and, you know, and this bullshit. We yeah, we see though. Well, it's everybody's favorite man. I think it could be your favorite man, even uh, Jeff. So, are you ready to cream your panties at this point? Before I start, I'm ready. You know who it is. It's your favorite man that you would absolutely turn gay for. I think, in my opinion, <laughs> and you know who I'm going about, Bobby Lashley. Lashley. Ah, Can yeah, you hear that in the background? Yeah, I yeah. Absolutely correct. Correct. It's coming, Jeff. <laughs> We're getting to the climax. I'm getting a little bit worried. <laughs> Is your pants feeling all warm? So, oh shit, you're shaking. No, it's very <laughs> Your tongue. You get lots of earthquakes here in Maryland. 
Oh boy, that's disturbing. <laughs> Look at his face. Don't even do that face. Oh What's shit, it? there goes the fireworks. There goes Jeff. He's gone. He's mm. out of the show. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, from now on, every time we get Lashley's segment, that's go going on in the background for Jeff. I don't care. It's, it's yeah, the thing the now. Put the pen back on the list. Right. <laughs> oh, shit. Anyway, we see Bob with Ashley shadow boxing. I'm sure Jeff was like, you know, lip quivering and just like, oh, yeah. As oh, we like, go to the break. I, I, w I wish I was Effie and that was Master. Oh. <laughs> bum, 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 Jeff. <laughs> anyway, that was just a little tease. I, I, I was we'll get to Lashley. I'll make love to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make love to you. That's a classic, dude. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Which whiny band was that? Was that Boys to Men? Boys to Men, sir. Boys to Men, classic. Ugh, I was never into Boys to Men, even though it's they're classic tracks. They sucked. No. All they did is whine. <laughs> well, that was their thing, man. They were whining about women. I don't like whiny singers. <laughs> What about New Kids on the Block? Um, yeah. What did they sing? They did, whoa, oh, oh. Yes, oh. yes. The right Actually, stuff. Actually? Right? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. Damn which, fucking hell. Why did I bring that which, up? Which the was right the one with stuff. the uh, Wahlbergs and Ricky Martin? In it? The Wahlbergs and Ricky Martin? Well, Ricky Martin was in Menudo. Which one was like Donnie Wahlberg in? Were they uh, I don't know. I was, oh, never into, I was never really into them. Which one was Justin Timberlake in and the guy who Lachey uh, married? I think it was NSYNC. NSYNC. Okay. See, I, I get all those things confused. The only ones I care about are the Backstreet no, I'll, I'll go one better, though. Do you remember? Oh, my God. This is back again. Boom, oh. Oh. Yuck. Stop it. Bam. What about um? Well, boom, well, boom, well, boom. Let's go back to my room. Do you remember that in the eighties? Yeah, exactly. Right. That guy that sang that song was actually a Greek guy, funny enough, named Paul Lukakis, but he's American from New York. But yeah, all, just, the, just all those songs there. became irrelevant as sort of there was. <laughs> what I want to do is a boom, 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 uh, boom, 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 Oh, oh, Jesus Christ, we're going right back. That's why this is a machismo, folks, because we love the 80s, right? I mean, come on. But uh, you know what? That boom, boom, boom fucking song used to go off at like uh, like sort of Greek clubs, like local Greek clubs sort of thing here. Oh, that's a classic. Right, round, round, round. <laughs> you spin me right. You know, remember Boy George even, damn it? Of course I do. Whatever happened, whatever happened to him? He is still around. He is managed He's a by... DJ, I think, now, isn't he? Isn't he doing DJ gig? I heard he was doing, like, He probably does whatever stuff. he can do, but he's managed by PK, the husband of Dorit from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Really? Where every now and then, Boy George makes an appearance on the show. Oh, it's no less well, disturbing with age. Yuck, you look weird now. Is he still trying to be him, if you know what I mean? Like, still trying to be Boy George? But like yeah. at seventy years old, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, just short hair. But yeah, the, the rest is the same, except like even the, the makeup. We get older, fatter. Yeah, oh, really? Is he is he like a fat George now? It's fattish. I mean, he's he's not. Oh he's my doughy. god! No way. He's not like obese, but he's 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 doughy. So he's plushy. 
That's what we like to say here. The PWC show's Jeff. not about him. The show's about the women and their Fendi and Gucci and Vuitton and Dolce. Oh, well, he's a woman anyway. But anyway, enough fight. of you. Enough of Boy George. Let's go back to speaking of women. Back to Dakota Kai because she's interviewed with her pals in tow, Jeff. After some bickering about even being asked a question, she said she's going to win her match tonight. Kai gets distracted and walks off mid-sentence, cornering Dana fucking Brooke because Dana says she's ready 24-7 and she's not afraid of them, Jeff. Dakota tells her fear is a motivator and maybe she should be a little scared. I actually agree with her, Jeff. I do too. And uh, the funny thing is this match wasn't even for the 24-7 belt because they don't want that tra- that shit. They're, they're not interested. What shit, bro? Come on. What 24-7 belt? Get rid of it already, Hunter. Enough's enough. Time for a change, remember? Which would but, you rather he get rid of more, Dana Brooke or the 24-7 Dana Brooke, any day. Really? I kept the title. Title crap. <laughs> you keep the title, exactly. Speaking of title, we're back to the climatic stages of Jeff Lindman. As we do get AJ Styles versus Bobby Lashley for the United States Championship. Real quick for a recovery. Well, 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 you're not going to recover any longer because you're about to climax not once but twice. There you go, Evil Dose, ladies and gentlemen. That's two times. <laughs> I didn't even cut off my chair. <laughs> it's like this. <laughs> Full shake, shake the room. And not tick tick boom. He's gonna say dick 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 boom. <laughs> anyway, Jeff. Well, the electricity was on the fritz. I don't know what happened. Oh no, man. Jesus, I'm surprised we still got fucking viewers at this point. But this is funny. I'll, I'll give you that. But Lashley ends up winning by pinfall with the spear to retain the United States Championship. Oh, but <laughs> sorry. Oh shit! You didn't. Jesus Christ, folks. What am I going to do with this guy? (laughs) When Lashley's involved, (laughs) Jeff gets excited, put it that way. But you know what, Jeff? (laughs) Should I sort of explain what happens in this match? Or do we just, you know, do we want Jeff to really explain what happens in this match? I think you... We have to with this one. I mean, I don't usually do it anymore. Bobby looks sexy anyway. Yeah. He's a sexy man, that's for sure. For a guy that's in his mid-40s, I mean, shit. If I was a chick, I'd go for him. Young for me. <laughs> he's, he's very young for you. <laughs> anyway, well, what is he? Is he 45 or 48? Like, I know he's in his mid to late 40s. He's 45. Oh, so I've got that right the first time. Well, anyway, as we go to the match, circling styles with leg kicks and, you know, Jeff getting excited while he's seeing Lashley circling, if you know what I mean. He ends up doing some right hands back in Lashley into the corner. Leg pick. Bob shoves. And when I say Bob, I'm talking about Lashley. Shoves him down and wipes him out with a shoulder block. Trading punches off the ropes. Leapfrogging drop kick from AJ. Wipes him out to the floor. As Lashley with a fire, fireman's carry. Put AJ, uh, But AJ ends up slipping out of the fireman's carry. As Lashley blocks the post. But Stoles rocks him with a sliding knee on the apron. And follows it up with a plancher forearm to the floor. As we go to a break, we come back from the commercial though because Lashley whips Stoles back into the post and he crashes to the floor. Lashley follows after him, ramming him to the barricade. Back inside, trading punches, leg kick from AJ, front kick, right hands off the ropes. Lashley catches him and hits a spine buster. 
whips hard into the turnbuckles though after that as Miz and Champa come down and another whip into the turnbuckles suplex into the ropes and Lashley blast holes to the floor there's a scuffle as somebody jumps the barricade and it looks like it's Dexter Loomis once again as we go to the break a lot of shit going down right now folks as we come back though Lashley catches a kick back elbow sets up a reverse STO he, we get a cover for two to the floor for another plunger forearm back inside and Stoles hits the sliding forearm fired up Lashley he catches him with a running power slam which looked dope but no he's up into the turnbuckles AJ slides under him we get an Argentine power bomb which is also very close up in the Canadians in the Canadian backbreaker and then Yokosuka Kara Stoles then kicks out to the floor Lashley puts AJ's head into the post back inside the back inside and Stoles gets the calf killer as Lashley ends up reversing it into the hurt lock on the mat. He has to be careful to keep his shoulders up though because AJ reverses to a pin. Lashley has to give the hold up. Then we get a leg kick, back body drop to the apron. A forearm staggers the champion. Springboard Lashley ducks under off the ropes as Lashley ends up winning by pinfall with a spear to retain your WWE United States Championship. Jeff, are you feeling okay? Or are you ready to Lashley? Well, like I said, I was, I was <laughs> doing my, my <laughs> Lamar's <laughs> breathing exercises. It's okay, Jeff. Calm down, bro. It's 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 all good. Yeah, Lashley destroyed AJ. I think it was like a minute or so. It was a squash match. Really? Come on. Is that all you have to say? Mm-hmm. What do you really think of the match, though, Jeff? Lashley's the greatest. He's the greatest. He's the greatest. It was a great match. He's the greatest. He's very sexy. It was awesome. He's super sexy. He's very and, sexy. And really, really sexy. Not, and, not you, and you know, as sexy as Grand Master sexy. That security <laughs> was, on, was, was on the. We saw earlier that Adam was directing security to look at things. We noticed earlier Drew McIntyre saw that there was a like a fire being put out in a trash can. And everyone, security <laughs> yeah, again. After. But Dexter had no had no glove on. You know, the glove earlier in the night, we saw a hand out there with the, with the glove right. in, in, the, in the doorway. Um, and uh, but Lashley has nothing to be afraid of. He knows that. He's also TNA solid, so he's, he's down with impact. Um, you know, <laughs> Excuse he, me. He doesn't okay. like the Miz. He's not afraid of the Miz. He beat up the Miz. Why Remember are these the, guys still... Remember, he softened the Bruce so the Miz could do a cash in so the Miz could get his championship, but then the Miz tried to avoid him for two or three weeks, but then Lashley destroyed him for for that title. I loved that that time, actually, man. That, that For whatever reason, I felt like that little um, feud between the Miz and Lashley leading up to Lashley getting that belt was great, dude. Well, I loved it. This MVP was the hurt business. They, they took a little bit of money to help right. the Miz, but there was, a, there was an exchange, and then the Miz but was trying to avoid Jim? it. Fuck the herpes! We need the beatdown club again. Beatdown clan. Oh, sorry, the clan. That's right, beatdown clan. My bad. It, it yeah, is essentially just, the same thing. Just no. <laughs> it's pretty much the herpes is 1.0, the original OG. Maybe he's smaller joke can work on both companies. I mean, he's been a TV champion and hasn't wrestled since May, so. I, <laughs> I know, right? I mean, TV champion, but never on TV. Right. The last time he was on TV was for an injury angle. The last time I think he wrestled was in May. Well, I know uh, he was on the pay-per-view. He was on the pay-per-view. Actually. The last ring of honor pay-per-view. Defended his belt. He came out of nowhere right. with a bald head, mind you. 
that made him look weird. Exactly, that's what I was getting at. He's a TV champion, still not defending that belt on TV, but on pay-per-view. It's right. not called the pay-per-view championship. It's called the television championship, damn it. Exactly right. But yeah, that's AEW. All Atlantic everything, Jeff. All Atlantic. It is what it is. Anyway, we see Austin Theory working out backstage. Does that make you like get, you know, excited? No. Not really. It's not Lashley. God damn it. I'm in a monogamous relationship. <laughs> oh, man. Look, I will say this, man. I love his presentation. He's just so good, man. He really is. I don't think you can say anything bad about it. It's funny because going back to 2006 when he first debuted, whatever it was, 05, 06, I liked him, but I didn't see it yet. Like the way he's now. Now he's complete, dude. It took him years, but he gets it now. You know, no, finally. Everybody just, else was wrong. He was always perfect. I don't know about that. Like, I don't know about if he was always perfect, but he's so good now, man. He's easily like. Well, can I ask you before we move on to the main event and end the show? Is Lashley legitly in your top five of all time? Like, really? No. Is that possible? No. So you don't love him as much as you say you do. I mean, his career's not over yet, but no. I mean, my top five of all time. I mean, uh, I mean, uh, he'd probably be in my. You top really five. love Lashley, dude. <laughs> you really do. I don't know if you're exaggerating I, half the time with me, but you know, you really think, do love him. I think to. I mean, I think really loving Lashley, it would be enough to put him in my top seventy-five of all time. Wow. <laughs> There's a, there's a lot wow, of wow. you're such a fraud jeff you're a cheater man well there's a lot of wrestlers in the history of wrestling <laughs> i mean effie Top is, in, five, is in but come on dude mad dog bulldog buzz sawyer's in oh, that buzz sawyer. barry horowitz was a professional wrestler barry horowitz kona oh, crush dude. was a professional wrestler tommy kona crush was a professional wrestler Greg Gagne, professional was, wrestler. Wasn't Tommy Rich the referee? No. Tommy Rich, wildfire Tommy Rich. Dennis Condry was a professional wrestler. Oh, my God. Ed Leslie was a professional wrestler. Yeah, Bruce, Tommy, Bruce Ababa fucking beefcake. Drew Strongbow was a professional wrestler. Oh, no. All the Moondogs were... Do you know what I mean? I was going to say the Moondogs. Where would they be? David Sammartino. <laughs> David Arquette. Yeah. What There's, about Luke and Butch? There's, there's, Luke, right? The, the sheep herders and the bushwhackers. Yes. There's, right. There's the sheep herders are definitely top 75. Thousands of professional wrestlers in the history of professional wrestling. Yeah. Outback Jack, Jeff. Hmm? Outback Jack. Outback Jack. A, a, another That's fine that. example. Midian. The, the Phineas. <laughs> oh, Mabel or Vissera. I mean, yeah. Salvatore and Sincere. Mm hmm. That's Beat right. Beat that one. Beat that one. The Goon. Uh, yeah, the Gobbly Gooker. Rufus. Yes. Rufus, yes. Eugene. He was a truck driver, though. Eugene, yeah. Sure. Speaking of Eugene, rest in peace to... Uh, uh, the... Rufus was Jericho's security. I know, and the best security at that, man. Mm -hmm. well, you know the story behind Rufus? Dr. Jerry Blackwell. Wow. Wow. Abdul what about... The Butcher was a wrestler. He was. Abdullah Abdul the Butcher. Absolutely. Abby. I mean, come on. He used to love forks and food, for that matter, and blood. The point is calling someone in the top 75, you're putting them in the top 1%. Yeah, what about Shiki, baby? You fucking jabroni. I fucking nuts. Uh, like he always says. Uh, she, she fucking weirdo. Make it into the top 100. 
Hey, the <laughs> absolutely needs to get his flowers, man. I think he's much better than people give him credit for. Sheik, Sheik is one of the greatest heels of all time, especially for I the absolutely for the agree with that. I absolutely agree with you 100%, man. What about George the Animal Steel? Uh, another professional wrestler. Not <laughs> they, they would not be in the top 75. I mean, Hacksaw oh, yeah. oh, Duggan for 15 years on my TV every week, multiple times. Every week, including into the 90s, into the yeah, 2000s. Cousin oh, Junior, my Uncle God. I used to love you, Billy Jim, when I was young. Hornswoggle was a wrestler. <laughs> yeah, well, get this in your head. No offense, but the Blue Meanie was a wrestler. Shark Boy no, was a wrestler. Give me a shell, yeah. <laughs> Ahmed Johnson was a wrestler. <laughs> He was okay, but at one stage, I actually thought it, yeah, you know, when I was young anyway. Minutes. Well, yeah, about six minutes, but still, like, he was something. I mean, he looked believable. Who? Kane Valesquez was a professional wrestler. <laughs> uh, all right, I see where you're going. All right, what about fucking uh, the Killer Bees? They used to. Neither one, would be, neither one would be in my top seven. Brian Blair. Brian Blair was a professional wrestler. But if you wanted to go with top hundred tag teams, maybe they make it into. No, nah, the they league. don't cut it, bro. They don't. <laughs> they don't cut it. But they do sort of. I mean, depends who you talk to. Really, That's when we grew up. I mean, I think sometimes we forget how short. Like Doom is one of my favorite tag teams. They were a team for like Doom. two years. In WCW, is yeah. in Ron Kill, uh, Dam, is in Farouk, Ron, Ron Simmons, and and, uh, and the blonde. Yeah, Butch Reed. Butch Reed was very underrated too, man, I felt. You must my, even though he, absolutely. What about the junkyard cat? Oh, sorry, the dog. Junkyard dog, yeah. It would not be in my R. top. R.I.P. Come on, man. Just his theme song alone. Like, would have to. Uh, like, but I'm was he as queen. big? I'm not a Queen fan. Another one bites the dust, though, dude. I mean, that used to get everyone hyped. Like, Batman. Another one bites the dust. Why? Why, Jeff? Why? You know, into village people? That, you understand, in 1984, <laughs> I really didn't know what that meant. Are you sh well, I definitely didn't because I was two years old. <laughs> yeah, I'm like 14. And like, it, it, it didn't really matter. I mean, it, I knew sort of the village people were. I mean, I didn't know anything about Queen. I didn't know about Freddie Mercury. I didn't really uh... care. I mean, you know, I mean, AIDS was new and that was scary, but it, it wasn't scary for me because I wasn't worried about it. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I'm 14. I'm worried about like <laughs> pimples. True. And being invited point. to parties. I guess you're right. I mean, yeah. well, anyway, I don't know why we went through all those names. And yes, they were all professional wrestlers. Heck, even Mil Muscatus was was a professional wrestler and a legend, no less, in Mexico. Absolutely. <laughs> anyway. We do get a Dakota Kai Dan and Brooke match. I don't really want to say really much about this other than Dakota Kai wins by pinfall with a but corner. She won, she won with authority, which is what these these ladies and, should be doing. If they want to right. they should they should be having fourteen minute AEW matches. They should be they should be killing people. God. No, you're right, absolutely. And like we said, Dakota Kai ends up winning pretty much in like a minute, pretty much. Something like that anyway. Um, we do get Austin Theory, though, making his entrance as we go to the break because we're getting our main event. And I don't know if I'll really agree too much with this main event. But anyway, we do get Austin Theory versus Dolph Ziggler 
in our main event. But thank God, I guess, well, I don't know, it depends who you talk to. Theory ends up winning by pinfall via TKO. I'm, I'm, I was fine with the end. I mean, the match was good. I just don't, I mean, it's just I'm not really invested in Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. But if it, if it ends this story, or at least this rivalry, I'm okay if Dolph Ziggler is in Austin Theory's corner. That That's fine. Um, give him we something need that? to do. Do we need it? No, I don't think we do. I mean, Austin Theory can can talk, but maybe he's only one note. I don't know how he talks about as a Jeff's talk. Characters, yes. Wrestlers, no. I just can't believe that as much of a Lashley guy you are, you said top 75. Okay, I am going to say that the, 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 in, in the modern era of wrestling, there's been at least 10,000 professional wrestlers. Top 75 is the top point zero one percent Dude, the way you cream over Lash, you think he's the best thing since sliced bread, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, well, look, Pierce has, to, has got something to say. He says, I don't care if I win or lose. And this is about Dolph Ziggler, that is. I just want to have the best matches. Okay. Love, Dolph. All right. Well, you know, Dolph, whatever. Listen, Dolph, whatever you think about Dolph, he has been extremely gainfully employed for 17 years now. <laughs> He says, hey, that'll be, okay, Dolph, enjoy looking at the lights. There's some you know truth what, to that. You know what Dolph <laughs> will never be looking at? A GoFundMe what? account set up for his basic needs. Good point. Hey, he makes decent so, coin, so too, in you, WWE. You want to know who's a wrestling legend? Bobby. You know what his family had to do? Set up a GoFundMe to pay for his burial. No, thank Beautiful you. Bobby Eden. That's Ziggler. sad, man. That is pretty sad, though, dude. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. Kamala, guys, bro. That's even sadder in a way. I mean, shit. And Kamala, see, what I don't understand, did these guys make any friggin' money, man? Or were they such bad spenders that they didn't save? I mean, they couldn't have been making crap money, especially someone like Bobby Eden and Kamala. I I couldn't pretend to tell you. I cannot imagine the Kamala. I mean, I'm sure he didn't make Hogan money, but I'm sure he made good money. He was in WrestleMania not, main right. events, I'm sure. Absolutely. I'm sure he made a lot of bad investments I'm, I'm sure there's substance abuse at some point i'm sure having diabetes he probably didn't have insurance that probably drained a lot of it I and mean, there's always a confluence of events there but the point is if you are a tv star for a prolonged period of time you you shouldn't be broke in your middle to old age i agree and so all says, is Dolph Ziggler, brother Dolph Ziggler will never have that problem and he's good looking enough I, that he can have a career beyond wrestling but sort of adjacent well, he is a comedian after all. Whether he's shit, he's funny. I don't know. It's up to you. To but he can host Nickelodeon know. shows or whatever. Whatever. He's he's a handsome guy. He's gonna he get a be- show. Just yeah. wait. The Zigzag Show with Dolph Ziggler. How's that? That's fine. The Swerve <laughs> with, Zig- with Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, the the Jobber with Dolph Ziggler. How about that one? That might even be a ratings hit. It might. You never know. It might. You never know. But not he as might, much as... He, he may be on, on Channel Attitude. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, hey, that's actually a possibility. He actually does have links. Hey, there, there we go. go. <laughs> Pierce goes on to say, I may, I may offer him a chance to co-host a podcast with me. <laughs> no, no, he said with hey, me. Who's me? Oh, with me. Sorry. Yeah, I, I'm assuming he means me, but oh. um, unless it's something that I don't know. I'm what, assuming he means Please Dick. elaborate. What are you saying? Are you talking about D for Dick? It's or are you saying D for D over here? Both. Well, just <laughs> exactly. It all comes back to penis, Jeff. Anyway, oh, he right. means me. 
and not me, but me. <laughs> I think you should. I think you should offer him that opportunity. Maybe he should. You know what? I, you know what? I bet you in the future he will be on Pierce's show. I should put money on it. And you should offer Bobby Roode an internship to get the coffee and stuff. Wait, now I'm? As in me? Bobby, well, do not get the vegan donuts again. <laughs> I know you're kidding, bro. All good, man. Yeah, no more vegan donuts, you said? Yeah. Listen to Jeff. Yeah. But anyway, Jeff, anything before, now, since we've pretty much uh, reviewed Raw, anything to say before we take it his own? No. Rob was okay. SmackDown was really good. Um, looking forward to to the continued growth and you know little changes like people looking at the TV screen in the back like a normal person and people interacting with uh, the audience and interviewers and we'll see. I'd like the presentation to be less formulaic, but hey, you know, overall for a three hour show it was not horrible. I mean, three hours is a long watch. It's a long ask. Um, but yeah, it is. As far as yeah, where you want to follow me at EcarusFellMD on Twitter. Um, you can often find me on the PWC. I'm usually stuck with the unsexy shows like Raw and SmackDown. Um, they're the sexy shows now, Jeff. Oh, they're the sexy shows, right? Sorry, they're the I'm, sexy show now. So Think maybe I that for a minute. Time and uh, Panetta should be the mysterious well. love. Um, <laughs> hey, but, well, uh, could it be Seth fucking freaking Rollins with the ugh. glove? <laughs> Just to ugh. disappoint everyone. That Don't be surprised. That would be really, really disappointing. Um, see, you didn't think of that, did you? No, I didn't. I, I, I can't. Oh, think there you that, go. I can't think <laughs> that deep into the into the hole. I that was a small hand, Jeff. Think about it. I don't know, man. That looked a bit small. I don't know. Could it be Hornswoggle? Oh, jeez, it was too high for. <laughs> that would be the best if that happens. I'm down. He'd have to be on top of blocks or something. <laughs> um, my other wrestling podcast is the Hammerlock Hangover with Big Taddy Cool Bone Marrow Transfer Donor for Vince what? McMahon. Uh, really? Setting up his GoFundMe yeah. to help him pay that the the, the remaining this five million dollars back. Um, Steve Pena and my oh, non podcast, Garden of Doom, uh, esoteric mythology, cryptids, UFOlogy, things that go bump in the night. Guests from all around the world. It's very exciting. Everywhere. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely and, everywhere. And Garden View. Uh, was every week, but now I'm slowing down. It's not going to be every other week or once a month like it was before. But uh, I recorded a show yesterday on uh, intellectual property law, trademarks and copyright. Oh, and some that's something that. I'm interested in. Yeah, well, we we were going, we went an hour and a half, and we only were crashing the surface. So, um, really? Yeah. Interesting. But yeah, and, and by by scratching the surface, though, Jeff, was it? How do I put it? Uh, Penis. Penis, right? I'll, I was going to check that out anyway. So, but if it all comes back to penis, it all comes back to penis, folks. I mean, it is what it is. But uh, anything else, Jeff? Before we go, I don't think so. Did you actually have a real question about the the garden view or penis? No, no. Well, I was going to say that I assumed I assumed because I'm not, you know, I'm not a law guy. But there'd be a lot of shades of grey when it comes to copyright, right? There's a lot of it depends, uh, which would be probably frustrating for everyone. But the, the, the attorney bit was my guest, very interesting guy. He was born in Afghanistan, spent the first five years really? of his life there, moved to Germany yeah. with his family, obviously. He became a lawyer in Germany, then moved to the United States and became a lawyer here as well. What would happen if you became a lawyer in Afghanistan? Would that be like good enough to become a lawyer in the States? 
I doubt it very much. I'm sure you'd have to take a, a bar, but uh, but he oh, left Afghanistan when he was five. So, but uh, wow, wow, it's very so good. If, if he was a lawyer, then it'd be like he would have made Dookie Hauser look like a, a slacker. <laughs> Dookie Hauser, my God. Oh, you're a classic, Jeff. Well, if if you want to follow me, you can. But you know what? Maybe I should wait because you need to go now, Pierce. I don't know if I'm bringing him on or not, and if he still wants to come on. But Pierce, if you can hear me right now, do you still want to jump on briefly? And if you do, let me know in the comments, dude. Because there's no point in me saying like and subscribe yet when I'm still going to be on, if you know what I'm saying. Well, wouldn't it be so, a separate show? Um, I will, technically, I would rather a separate show. But, um, yeah, it has something to do with much though. Yeah, you're right. You're probably right. You know what, Pierce? I want to talk to you. In a moment, yeah, I've just got to ask some. But anyway, insane that if you want to on Facebook, I, I am, I am going to do that. If you hear me, I'm going to PM you straight away. So just Pierce, thanks for joining us, and all of you, thanks for joining. Absolutely, and I just do want to say, if you want to follow me, you can on Twitter at the PWC Network. That's right, and also at DJ Mass Effects. Please like and subscribe at the PWC Network. where you can find all our shows, like Jeff said. Also at channelattitude.com theblowoffpod.com, PW Hustle, and Hamin Media Group. In saying that, I am Jimmy T. He is the mysterious glove, Jeff Littman, and you've been listening and watching the PWC Monday Night Machismo right here on the PWC Network. Peace. Stay home, my friends. into the ring post. McIntyre's down in a bad way. The smart decision by Owens, trying to take a count out victory. Nope. Oh, it's more damage. Oh! Exclamation point from Kevin Owens, flattening Drew McIntyre. Fear will eat you alive no matter where you find yourself. The feast has begun. There's a speed and athleticism of Veer Mahan. 6'4", 275 pounds, and Veer Mahan moves like that. Moves like a lightning explosion, and boom! Oh, million dollar arm right across the chest. Well, at this point, Veer Mahan can end this anytime he wants. I'd say that's about to happen right now. Well, a cervical clutch, instant tap. Here is your winner by submission, Beer Mahan. Great athleticism by Dana Brooke. Oh, man. Face first into the middle turnbuckle and let's take a ride. Boom! <laughs> Running boot to the face from Dakota Kai to the cover. And that's it. Here is your winner, Dakota Kai. the face of Balor, trying to take advantage of the distraction. Mysterio Sato oh. coming. 
Uh, giving him a taste of his own medicine. And some more for Damian Priest. Mysterio putting the equalizer to good use. Mysterio is out for revenge and striking up. And again. Rhea with the jump. Massive boot from Priest right to the heart of Mysterio. We talk about the equalizer. Looks like the equalizer right now is Rhea Ripley. Covers game too much for Rey Mysterio, who fought valiantly on behalf of his son Dominic. Mysterio came out here purely driven by emotion, driven by the memories of last week. But um, oh, EDT onto the steel chair by Rhea Ripley. Judgment Day is not done yet. Priest is just mauling Rey Mysterio. Is defenseless. You know the judgment day is not going to stop. Finn Balor perched on the top rope. A helpless Rey Mysterio. Oh no. Oh! Tag is made. Champa is oh. legal. I don't know if Ali is aware. He thinks, he thinks he has Miz laid out. Miz is down. Now, Ali's going up top, targeting the Miz. Perhaps thinking about that 450. Oh! oh! Good God, man. Well, that wasn't enough. Champa with the exclamation point. Fairy tale ending. Face down goes Mustafa Ali. Jimmy Jay Uso of the bloodline and hit the ring. The undisputed WWE Tag Team Champions doing the bidding of the Tribal Chief. We saw this on Friday Night SmackDown for the Usos once again trying to soften up Drew McIntyre. Oh. They just kicked the hell out of Drew McIntyre. Oh no. Main event, Jay from the top. Oh, McIntyre out of the way. Able to get back to his feet. Getting Jimmy Uso to the outside. Now, Jay. Oh, oh, God. oh my God. Nasty landing. Nasty collision. Jay Uso landing right back. Look, KO from Crusher's so hard on the leg. AJ. Bobby Lashley's limping. AJ just rocked the champion. Styles lining it up. Phenomenal forearm incoming. Oh, Lashley out of the way. Spear! To the cover. One, two, three. Still champion. Here is your winner. And still, the United States champion.
that was a tag to Alexa Bliss, who's now legal. A beautiful DDT. Quick tag made again. Now Asuka, the legal competitor. Trying to make this two on one against Dewdrop. Quick tags to the cover. Oh, no. Oh my God, the pressure on the right arm of Dewdrop. And now Bliss taking Nikki A.S.H. a little receipt. Dewdrop. Really nowhere to go. There's a tap. Alexa Bliss and Oscar. I wish you were here right now. I wish you were here in this ring with me because I would love nothing more than to stomp those last few brain cells out of your stupid, stompable head. Well said. I'm glad you feel that way because honestly, I'm not in my mom's basement. I'm actually here in D.C. And I'm about to go down that ring and kick your ass, bro! What? Rollins <laughs> here? Rollins is going to get his wish granted. Here comes Riddle! The visionary couldn't see this future. Looking for the oh, stop! Not this time. Riddle announcing that he's medically cleared. And now he is taking it to Seth freaking Rollins. All the frustration building up with a time off. This is all Riddle has been thinking about. Riddle getting his revenge all over Rollins. Tired of listening to Seth Rollins run his mouth week after week. Oh! But maybe the return of the original bro was a bit premature. One thing to be medically cleared, it's another to be oh, no, no, no. Oh, oh. ready to handle Seth freaking Rollins. And Rollins now just unleashing on Riddle now. Right here at our announce desk. Oh no. Does Riddle ask for it? How stupid are you? How stupid are you? Oh no, Rollins is gonna end Riddle once and for all. I don't wanna know what Rollins is thinking. You know exactly what Rollins oh, is no. thinking. Seth, no. Not again. Don't do this, Seth. Don't do it.
PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to.